You're now listening to Shot versus Smiles. episode i don't even know about uh the number i just know we do a lot of these um shot versus miles it's me you know it's shot aka it's a me aka mayor l o'cleaf uh the uh the new rashad in sports aka you know what i'm saying the new ahmad rashad Except I don't know Jordan yet. Uh, and then I'm with uh, Joshua, my boy. Joshua, my boy, tell them who you is for the people who don't know my boy. <laughs> what up, y'all? It's your boy Josh, a.k.a. Smiles, a.k.a. Hip Hop, Adam Schefter, a.k.a. The Broad Street. No, the Suburban Bully, not the Broad Street Bully. We, we, we ain't go up in them streets. Uh, the Suburban Bully, a.k.a. Uh, your lady's favorite in auto bro, a.k.a. T-shirt Tom Brady, a.k.a. Lake Show James. God AKA damn, nigga. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going that hard today. I was like, ah. God damn, my nigga. Like, <laughs> it's, 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 like it's, a, it's a nice Sunday. It feels beautiful outside. Oh, big you know, I'm not, yeah, I ain't finna do all that. <laughs> big uh, look, it's funny. I call everybody else by their full name, but I'm called Sam. Sam. And I know it's Samuel, but I just can't see myself constantly calling him Samuel. <laughs> niggas, ain't, <laughs> niggas ain't called me Samuel since I was like 10 or 11. That's what I'm saying. Bro. I was like, I don't think I've ever called any Sam Samuel. <laughs> That's what bro. I'm saying. Like, I know it's Samuel, but I was like, I just like Josh, like. It's a rare occurrence. I will call Josh Josh. I usually I tell, call him Joshua. <laughs> I tell my parents all the time. They they owe me a fade. Forgive me this damn name. <laughs> I ain't met no nigga with my name. You ever drop my maybe six years water. old, bro? Bro, the niggas owe me a fade because not only do I just like I, my name is just long as shit for no reason. My name is Samuel. I'm also the fourth, bro. My name just long as shit as fuck for no reason. I'm like, bro, who told y'all this is okay? <laughs> Like, <laughs> next thing you're not gonna name your son the fifth. No, it dies. No, it dies. Been the fourth, nigga. You go give him a three letter name for sure. Like, you're just the first, just Sam. Why? <laughs> like, his name is actually just Sam. <laughs> it's just Sam. It's just Sam, mm. bro. I ain't had none to it. <laughs> and if and if we doing intros, I'm gonna go back to my old joint. I'm just the real nigga. I love to call myself. I'm top three niggas of all time. It's me. Martin Luther King and Dave Chappelle. Okay, that's that's Top big. That's, that's big. That's that's. that's, that's I, lean, I lean back. I said, "Top three niggas of all time." Okay. Not in what specific thing? Just top three niggas. I said, "I must be number zero now. <laughs> <laughs> zero, then one, two, three. <laughs> technical in this moment because I told him about it. I was like, "Because that those some some big oh, names." Word. Oh, word! I'll I'll be happy just to be. Die and just be within the top, you know, fifty or something. <laughs> he said, "I'm top three. I got to aim high. I got to aim high. It's like when Tyler Hero mm-hmm. said he's up there with Luca and Trey Young. And I believed it because he, man, in fantasy, he be coming through. <laughs> bro, bro. I said, like, I guess he, I'm like, I guess he is. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
Now nah, we pushing this Anthony mm-hmm. Edwards is the, ne- the next Michael Jordan agenda. I like it. I like it. Big fan. We but pushing see, that. Nah, it's funny. Like if you listen, I'm gonna plug. I'm gonna plug me and Sam real quick, just to be, just to be out there. When me and him and Keanu talk, I say these crazy things on that, and I look back, and I'm always like, dog, I was telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Everybody think my sport takes a, a while, and I'm like, bro, I'm just letting y'all know before it happens. That's all I'm saying. Because hey, Anthony you know Edwards, the... we talked to him up day one. Hold up, wait, wait. Tell him what's the other nickname though? Because of that. Who? Shot. I will sit up there and tell you something before it happens. Like, yo. Hey. Hey, I'm just saying, I'm with you because my SGA takes are boy. Give it give it one more month, and I'm gonna start pushing the agenda that he's better than Jason Tatum. Give it one more month. All right, I'll give you that. <laughs> give it one more month. No, no, yeah. no, it's not nah, man. Like uh, like Sam, like Sam, give me credit for every time when they made that Paul George trade. I said the Clippers are stupid, bro. Y'all got mm-hmm. one, and he was like, "For us, I watch." I didn't even I know said, who that nigga was. He what, dude? He was killing in LA. Then all of a sudden, I'm sitting up there like, "Okay, there's no way they would trade a guy like that." But then Sam had to bring it, brought it to my uh, attention. He was like, "It actually evened out." I said, "I ain't think mm-hmm. about it like that. I never thought mm-hmm. about it like that." I was like, "Yeah, the talent wise, it evened out because Paul George, mm-hmm. SGA." Yeah, and, and, and younger, and you don't get sense. Kawhi, you don't get Kawhi yeah. without making that trade. So, yeah, so yeah, I was I, at first, I was really mad because I was like, he's literally on his way to be the king of LA. I understand Man, that other got that other 38 year old guys over there, but uh, SGA was definitely next up. And now we got a, we got the Fresh Prince of OKC, so we hear the Fresh Prince of yeah, OKC. Yeah. I like that. The French Prince of OKC. We here. got the French Prince here. Man, look, uh, Frank was at Comerica Center last night. I didn't even know it was him. <laughs> <laughs> he walked right back. My dad must have said, man. Didn't say nothing else. I was like, all right. Then I look at the and I looked at the picture. I only reason I said something because he was fly. I was like, I like what he had on. I was like, oh man, it's a double hoodie. He's like, oh man, appreciate it. And I looked again. I was like, oh, that's Frank Milliken. <laughs> I looked at the picture. I said, oh, man. The only person, um, when I was getting my pack, when I was getting my badge yesterday, um, Timmy was behind me. And they said, man, that's LeBron's little brother. I looked behind me. I said, LeBron got a little brother? Man, it's him. I just dapped uh-huh. him up and kept going, bro. <laughs> I was like, I said, this is LeBron, LeBron got a little brother? <laughs> I was I was like, man, what what LeBron little brother doing here? I didn't know he had siblings. Right, he was I like, swear, he was like, that's why Gloria James had one child. He was like, Gloria had a um a kid like, with uh, the real Lambo. Like the for real, like, for real. <laughs> don't bring up that. <laughs> she was using man, that boy was using her. <laughs> All of it through Miami Beach. But yeah, that was like pretty much because we always start with an update. That's pretty much like I know we we know y'all doing another episode of that. Oh, we doing the, the fantasy episode. We got it. Yeah, it's gonna be soon. Yeah. As y'all, I'm taking a, I've been taking a good break from podding because I've been burned out, dude. Because <laughs> when we took Ooh. our first break, we did 40 episodes. Nigga, I damn near did 50 by myself. That's just on Ivy's podcast, not even including the fantasy episodes. I need That's a break. What I'm 
I need a NBA break, episodes, yeah. Including NBA episodes, sometimes we was potting twice a week. If I was doing some rain, I'm potting three times a week. Yes. That's why we, um, me and Spoon took the hiatus. I was like, dang. If I wasn't here, I was with y'all. If I wasn't with y'all, with y'all or here, I was with Soon. I was like, bro, I don't, I'm like, I'm potting like three days in a row sometimes. Yep. I was like, there's other yep. stuff to do. It's like, man, I need to like go outside and touch some grass or something. Like, yeah, I gotta, gotta get that in. I, I, was, I was behind on too much shit. Like, I was behind on my book. I'm fucking behind on oh, yeah. some shit. I'm pitching. I know. Pitch that that that, that, that Patreon episode. The Patreon. Which one? Your Ivy's podcast Patreon, you know the one I, I subscribe to. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna start adding shit on there soon. More shit on there soon, but it's not really be. Um, it's not gonna be podcast shit. I've been getting back to kind of like writing a lot, so okay. I'm gonna like just start putting like a lot of just cool random notes of shit that I'm working on. Okay, I'm getting. I'm working on moving out like in January, probably like January, February. I'm getting my own spot. Uh oh. Oh, so me get my own spot. I don't That's know if you guys are loading up. So people keep asking me he when you gonna do a short. Coming. <laughs> so people keep people keep asking me when am I gonna do a short? Filming a short is kind of hard. Would you, even though moms don't bother me, it's kind of hard to film some shit here that I want to film. So get my own spot. Working on filming some shit. So I'm writing a lot of stuff for that. Finishing up the book. So. The pod had to take a back seat for a minute, but I will be back hopefully in January. <laughs> he said, Most likely January. He said, "He said new, new, new digs, new, new, new crib. You know, you know, new, new flows, new, new everything." And I, and I found this spot literally like right across the street from um, Cowboy Stadium. Oh wow! And the oh, rain is solid. Yep. I know exactly what you're talking about, too. Yeah, you know the exact spot? Like, mm-hmm. literally right across the street. Right across the street. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the joint I'm about to move to. Low key. Right near that Walmart. Yep. Bro. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about it's right across the street, bro. Like, I can look yeah. walk. Yeah. I'm her friend talking about something. If you move over there, hey, give us a guest parking pass. <laughs> you be at every single game. I'm like, okay, I got y'all. That's how I was like. I was like, well, I guess if I go to a game um, next season, <laughs> I, I know where I'm parking it. Nah, yeah, we, nah, me and Josh slacking. Me and Josh, yeah, me and Josh slacking this this season. We ain't go. We ain't hit up a game. So we gotta go next yeah. season. That shot a game right now. Falcons joint. Hey, y'all mm-hmm. might do this it. This was on the back. Mm-hmm. This was on the back. Three to mm-hmm. seven. Hey, y'all just gotta pray on Odell's downfall, and y'all may y'all may do it this year. Hey yo, hey yo, wait a minute, nah. <laughs> Nah, it was funny when I was talking about I was talking about that. I put that tweet out and I said to the, I said up there, I was like, Von Miller literally asked that man less than 24 hours before he made his decision. Hey yo, let's go ahead and win this thing. Because I was like, hey, yo. Yeah, and I even hit I, up Josh. I was like, yo, I really think that he really finna go to LA. <laughs> I so the Rams crossed my mind because I know how I remember him and Von always dancing together. Shit. I remember like yeah. him. Von is a weird dude. I remember all those commercials he used to do. Uh, but, like, I remember like, they make close friends. I'm like, oh, Von's in L.A. The Rams make sense. But I'm like, wait, Odell kind of wants to be the guy. I got him. Mm-hmm. I got something for Sam, though. I got something for Sam that, made, that was super weird. As long as he doesn't touch them 
I'm touching some Cooper Cup right now, man. My man Cooper Cup on my fantasy team. So hey, I thought he was gonna go to New Orleans. It's something about James I thought it was gonna be Raiders. I thought it was gonna be Raiders. Me too. I, I thought you need to be in. You need to be in Vegas. He should have went to Vegas. My two, my three choices were the Ravens, Raiders, and Saints. Yeah, because um, uh, you thought he was gonna go back to Southern Louisiana. Bro, it's some it's something about Jameis Winston. Who's man's bro? Big trust. <laughs> I can never remember his name. It's something about Lamar Jackson. No, the nigga who caught the nigga who kept calling him Big Trust. Mark Ingram. It's Mark something Ingram. about Mark Ingram, Jameis Winston, and Odell. They just seemed like they would be like a perfect locker room fit. So that's why New Orleans kept coming to mind. And Jameis Winston's not a sorry quarterback. He's not great, but he's not sorry either. He's just the funniest quarterback. Yeah, he's just the funniest. I know. He's the funniest player. I'm on the Matter of fact, shout out to mm, shout out mm. to Huey, shout out to Huey who put me on because um he's a big uh, FSU fan. I was not like I was not the biggest fan of Jameis, but he if you talk to that young man long enough, you become a Jameis Winston fan. Bro, and I've I'm been following real. his career ever since college, and I'm just like, this is probably the most animated. Right. Yeah, in his mind, he is serious. Bro, he be dead ass. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was like. I was expecting he like. Look at look at like look at your team laughing. Bro, I'm on record. I'm on record saying that Jameis Winston is my favorite football player for non-football reasons. Exactly. <laughs> I don't look care about his game at all. He's but a look at your teammate. Bro, look that's what when that dude when the news came out that he tore his ACL. Bro, my mind went back to that little IG line. <laughs> and he started you know, dancing. That nigga dancing on the broken on the torn ACL. He said, "We got the we got the best running back condoms. I mean, uh, tandems. Like, <laughs> yeah, he, what was y'all doing last night? That you, you think about condoms? And they can eat the boy, W, he, boy. He can throw that. <laughs> hey, eat the W. When he throw that ball. <laughs> when he throw that. <laughs> when he throw that ball. <laughs> That's see my my love for Jameis Winston is kind of like why I love Anthony Edwards. I said I also love Anthony Edwards game too." Yeah, but he, if Anthony Edwards was never going to be a star, he would still be one of my favorite players off the strength of because that. Because the just way cool. he just, yeah, his interviews always be fly. And he honest, I'm gonna say, yeah, Cam Reddish dropped forty on my head in high school. I was like, damn, you forget how good these players are in high school yeah. before they go to the league. Mm. Oh, excuse me. Oh, what y'all got for us? I mean, since y'all got I mean, since we on we on sports, uh. Let's, let's go with uh, let's talk some some uh, some NBA. You know how how we feeling about the team, our, all our teams so far. I want us to take. I, I don't see how we. Seven we are five. It's six. this is this is probably the most cringe worthy <laughs> seven and four in oh, Mavericks no, history. Y'all got the ugliest seven and four. Bro, I thought y'all niggas would have been like four and seven, like the way y'all been playing. I look up. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I'm like they winning. Yeah, like, like, every uh, game. Every game I've never seen this at the AAC before. Every game we all look at each other like, "What we won?" Like nobody's like cheering. Everybody's like, "What? <laughs> what?" Like, <laughs> it's an awkward hey, silence. Like, what? Hey, Ryan was hey, telling me it's been such a struggle that he canceled his uh Hulu Live. <laughs> he was like, "Bro, he's like as a uh, November seventeenth, he's like my Hulu Live is over." He was like, "I'm just, like, he, like they just make me too mad." <laughs> he's like, "I'm not about to pay fifty, sixty dollars a month <laughs> for Hulu Live." Cause hey, he playing, man. he doing some little league stuff. Everybody plays, dude. It's like the weirdest thing. Hey, I purchased. I've never pass. seen. I have never seen that. Where everybody hey, yeah, ain't, you, ain't you running like fifteen man rotations? Yes, everybody. Bro, we playing. don't even. 
We don't even run 15 man rotations. Nobody Tank, runs 15 man rotations. No, 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 nobody does it. They said, I mean, um, we, in our we, first had, home we, did game, it. we did it early because we had like eight rookies, but yeah. after we sent them niggas to the G League, nah. So, what was it? Our first home game, they said that was the first home game in probably about 20 years where everybody played. Bro, <laughs> I will. I was Everybody at a homegirl. I was at a homegirl's birthday party, and I'm, and I think it's just kind of us there at the restaurant because no one was there. They trying to talk to me and shit. I'm just looking at the screen. I'm like, bro, I know the Rockets ain't not about to see and get the drop on y'all because y'all t- y'all here trying to play 15 man rotations. <laughs> I'm like, y'all not about to see and let the Rockets did. get the drop on y'all. The Mavs are the Southwest Division champions by like with ease. We're about to win the yeah. division. That's that's mm-hmm. straight up. Has he talked so about why he's doing why why is he doing that? Oh, because Jason Kidd don't know what he's doing. I done told I told bro, you that day one. Bro, Jason Kidd is a sorry coach. He showed he, he was he was the coach twice. He already showed y'all niggas that he can't coach. He showed y'all that he can't and coach. I said you, bro. That, and I said he, that he was the one that told Giannis to stop shooting. The reason why Giannis is now finally getting a jumper nine years into nine years into his career, Jason Kidd told him to stop shooting, and this is before Giannis actually put on muscle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he told that nigga to stop, stop shooting. shooting. Yeah, when I read that shit, I was like, "This nigga, Jason Kidd is." Wild. I told you. Yeah, that's why you look. He got a little broken jumper. That's why. <laughs> but that's no, I why. Tell, um, I remember Josh kept on like, "You like this?" I was like, "No." I wanted Jamal Mosley. <laughs> Jamal Mosley would have been way better. But Jamal Mosley got like Mo Bamba back to actually being Bro, the Mo Bamba that they said he was I'm, supposed to be. Yes, I'm, I'm excited about that. I'm mad because I was hoping that Mobamba would be ass again this year, so we could <laughs> we could buy low on him. Because I want us to get, I want us, I want us to get think, a shirt. Think about my team. Fuck that next career. I'm, I'm because I'm here's the thing where I'm at. I, I'm not an irrational <laughs> fan, and I know like we're building through the draft, but also if you have a guy like, uh, SBA, I had to lean back like, nah, because Mo, Mobamba was Mobamba. But again, they weren't giving him really any minutes because of mm-hmm. Vucevic. Yeah. So. So Mo Bamba and Marvin Bagley, they've been on my list of people who we could buy low on mm. and hopefully turn them around. It was like him, Mo Bamba. It was like Bagley, Mo Bamba. I was hoping before the playoffs that Cam Reddish was another guy who I was hoping that we could buy low on. And Mo, they, now Mo Bamba's looking. He's not a bust anymore. I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm, I don't want us to make a big star trade yet. Yeah, and I'm like, who can we get that niggas niggas are sleeping on? And some, so mostly he's figured it out. Jason Kidd don't know what the fuck he's doing. Uh, <laughs> I don't, bro. I'm looking. I'm. I just turn the. I'll be trying to watch and I turn the game off. I'm like, bro, this is nasty. It's a this odd, is nasty. It's <laughs> an odd situation. Like, like I said, there's no the reason. Most our- geeked that we've gotten at a game so far was that Boston game. Yeah, when when Lucas shot that buzzer beater, that yeah. was the craziest game. Oh, that was nice. That, that was, was a crazy nice. game. But the rest of them, everybody go home quiet. We just like <laughs> what we won. There's like, we undefeated at home, and we just look at each other like what? All right. I will, and then everybody I will goes say home. This. Nobody says nothing. I was, I will say this. There's no re- reason for our records to be that close to each other. I'm like like literally people are like I'm hungry. Going to the restaurant and like no one talks about the game. Like no one's <laughs> excited that we won. <laughs> it's nasty, it's the way, bro. It, because it's the way we win. It's like this is dumb. <laughs> like this okay. is so dumb. And I understand it. I understand. The only it, the only upside is 
And I'm going to say, <laughs> told y'all, is Chris Desposingas is healthy and he's playing like Chris Desposingas. Now, when he's playing well, hating, mm. that nigga dropped 32. He oh dropped 32 God. points. And yeah, then like, Luca matched him. Yeah, when I saw that. Uh, yeah, he had 32. <laughs> he had a triple double. He had 32 Bro. points too, and he had a triple double. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know the other day when I, cause I get the alerts for the, the games, I think they said, they were like, yeah, Chris Stops with like 20-something points by halftime. I was like, okay. Yeah, KP, KP is going to be the if factor on if the Mavericks have a successful season or not. Yeah, it is. But it's because, like, but I tell Sam this in confidence and on our um, NBA episodes, the Mavs fans are idiots. Most of them he are said, casual. He, say, he says this all the time, actually. He oh, does. yeah, Because I'll be laughing when I when I when I be hearing it. That's why they I like dumb. to throw y'all together because it's, it's just it's just they are so dumb because they they wanted that man gone. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I told you who they wanted. I wanted, they wanted John Wall, bro. Here's the thing: I understand if you want KP gone, but you have to ask yourself: is the player that you're gonna get in return better? So put it like this: when there was a no. trade idea of they said when KP, they said John was, Wall. Was, and they're talking about KP for Al Horford. That's fine by us. I don't give a shit. We could we could probably we probably would end up shutting down KP anyways. Do you guys get better with getting Al Horford instead of KP? No, you no. keep KP. If when we had Kimball, when we had Kimball Walker, they were talking about Kimball Walker for uh KP as well. Do you guys get better with Kimball Walker? No. No. <laughs> Do you get better with John Wall? No. no. So there was no you, right you, answer, and they just I was like, y'all just want that man gone. I understand he get hurt, but at the end of the day, when he is a hundred percent, that man is gonna give you that 20, 30 point game. Which is why all you mm-hmm. really need is a player who can a player who can also facilitate and score who's a facilitating a scoring threat. So Luca could play off ball more. Your preferred yeah. so your preferred person that you want to go for is Kyle Lowry. You couldn't get Kyle Lowry. Couldn't get Kalo. Kalo yeah. went to Miami. And yeah. I told everybody pro- Kalo going to Miami. You could probably try to get Goran Dragic. Yeah, that's a shot. He still wants beer. He still wants to. So, and his, I think his contract is. And, up they, this year. and then so, what they did, they had shut him down. But what happened was the Raptors didn't want to buy him out. Yeah, uh, so you, so you just got you guys just have to wait till this offseason. Yeah, and we just got to wait. But he's Eagle. going because Igor. When I say Igor is like everywhere, Igor was there last night too. Like basically the whole team came except for Chris Stapps, pretty much. But he booed up right now, so I understand. He said, I ain't, girl, I ain't going nowhere. I ain't finna well, Chris hang does. out with some people. I'm finna see you in a minute. Like, I'm literally gonna see you on Monday. I'm like, what am I gonna do that for? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, literally everybody but Chris does was at that game. But, yeah, Igor has literally been under Luka. You can tell that the Slovenian uh, trio is about to be together again in the next few months. So, yeah, Dragic coming. Mm. Dragic still. I'm still. Gonna it's just gonna take. Com- yeah. yeah, the moment you guys get Dragic, you're gonna see a significantly better team because you're gonna have Dragic and you have Luca. You're gonna have Tim. You're gonna have uh, Tim Hardaway and KP. Now, if you guys have Dragic, you could actually run Luca at the two and at the three, which will make a very deadly. We'll make we'll make very deadly because Luca can gonna, actually truly be a point forward. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it funky. I I don't like him playing the point. I actually want him to play the two. It's He's just that he... the only person that would actually fill that role, and but they're not going to take him off that bench, is JB, Jalen Brunson. Yeah, Jalen Brunson oh, yeah. is the one who can do that. 
but that's the only but again, one. you guys need you guys need, you guys need somebody to run the second unit, and that's what JB is for. Yeah, but you guys get you guys get Drogic, and it's something about because people were asking um, when we got Giddy, where are we going to run Giddy at? We've been running Giddy at the three, and him being a point forward, so much better. <laughs> It's been so much better than us wanting to run him at the point. No, 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 no. It's because of your name. It's because your name on Twitter. And I knew oh, exactly the Australian Troy Bolton. <laughs> when you said Australian Troy Bolton, I was like, why he do Josh no. Giddy like that? Bro, no, it's because he, they post uh Josh Giddy posted um his his uh pregame entrance and SGA called the nigga Australian Troy Bolton. He responded, <laughs> hey, stop it. Man, they call him everything like uh Timothy uh Shyamalan. Bro, they, they, they call that nigga NBA Chalamet. Chalamet. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, the, he do look like Timothy uh, He do look a little bit like Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Somebody, like when Doom came out, they said, man, he got a movie and uh, he played he put some points right now. <laughs> Josh Giddy, Damn. Josh Giddy having a good week. <laughs> Damn. No, but here's the thing, because I don't know if you've, I don't know if you've heard our, uh, one of our most recent episodes. Oh, yeah. I've been calling, um, I've been calling Josh Giddy Luca Light. Yeah, he shows he shows flashes of Luke of Luca esque, and I'm just like, if Luca didn't have to play hero ball at the one, if you run Luca at the two or three, he would be vicious because Luca could really score. He just has to get people involved in offense. Yeah. But if he doesn't have to super straight up rely on facilitating, if you give him a guard, yeah, freeze him up to just focus on scoring. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we saw we saw that with SGA last year. SGA had to only create his own shots. He like he had to he had to create for others and himself. I think, I think as far as um, isolation points went before he got hurt, he was up there with like Dame. He was up there like with Dame and James Harden, as with players that had to create their own shots. And he's a little bit under Luca. And because Luca's high, Luca's usage rating is unbelievable. Y'all need y'all ass beat for that. His usage rating is higher than Kobe's year in 06. Like y'all need y'all ass beat for real. But, <laughs> Once you get SGA uh supersized guard who can also facilitate and rebound, it makes his job easier. You guys need to give you guys need to give Luca Drogic. Luca playing off ball is scary. SGA playing off ball is scary to be. Uh, so what is it? Um oh yeah, draft night. Before you ask your question, oh. draft night. That's the first thing I told Sam. I said that's the Australian Luca. Watch. That's the first thing I, I said in the group. Chat. I either said it to you personally. I said in the group chat. I think I said in the group chat too. I was like, "That's the Australian Luca." Watch. And remember, Budo, remember Budo uh, was in our live stream too. I'm like, I don't, I don't fucking know who Josh Giddy is. Once and we, I saw me, him and me and Budo, and me and Budo was going back. We're like, "Nah, he for real, bro." <laughs> Once I saw them highlight tapes, bro. He's nice, man. I was like, like, "That's an Australian Luca." I said, "Nah, he, yeah." Don't please. ask me. Don't look. Thanks to the Mavericks, every cold white uh, basketball player I know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> we, I'm like, there's a there's a good chance they're gonna end up being a Maverick. Let me go ahead and see who they <laughs> who this next white person they about to bring in is. And what I found about what I found about Josh Giddy that was interesting. I didn't learn this till a few weeks. I didn't learn this till a few weeks ago. We knew that Memphis wanted him at ten. Because I remember we were trying to get the, we were trying to trade up for the ten pick, mm-hmm. but we couldn't quite we couldn't quite do that. So 
one thing that I didn't know, the Warriors wanted him at seven. They thought we were going to take Kaminga or Book Knight at six. The Warriors wanted him at seven. And at that point, I'm like, okay, the Warriors want him at seven. He's not reached. Him at six. I'm looking at what that Warriors team is. I would be terrified to see what Josh Giddy would look like with them. Uh, and they no. could just there to create for Steph. He would be there just to create for him, Steph. Um, him, JP, and Steph. And uh, you probably, probably still get Moses Moody, who could still shoot. Yes. Yeah. You get, so, a bunch, so Giddy could kind of shoot. He's not bad. So you have JP, Clay will be coming back, Steph, and Moses Moody with Josh Giddy, who could strictly create for them. That's not fair. It wouldn't be. Yeah. yeah. As the Warriors fair. dynasty will be back, and then everybody will be mad at the Warriors once again. Yep. <laughs> but just knowing what they're doing. LeCobb would, uh, yeah, would need, definitely just be uh, – he'd raise the prices again. On the I need them to change our, <laughs> to, to change our backcourt nickname. They keep calling him Shitty, and I don't like that. I'm like, can y'all come up with a better name than Shitty? Yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> even because if you, yeah, you've just been uh beat by, it, and then you see it, he's like, nah. I'm like, I thought nothing about thought, that looks good. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> I thought we were gonna go with Outback Shea House, and I'm like, okay, that's a cool name. I thought we were gonna go with Outback Shea House. I'm like, I like okay, that. that's pretty. I'm like, it's pretty cool. They said you just got beat by Shitty. I'm like, stop. <laughs> Please, don't. Yeah, don't say I just got beat by Shitty. But, uh, <laughs> and it yeah. doesn't make it any better that we have t- that our two best players, one of them kind of look like Travis Scott, the other one kind of like Timothy Chalamet. It's just, <laughs> and, hey, if y'all need if y'all need a team to really follow and watch, that's not going to be that good. Please join. Please watch the Thunder. <laughs> please watch the Thunder. I got. I was again screaming out through my house on Friday night. I go to the store. I want to pick up some wine. We were down by 10. I come back. I see the game is close and we're going, we're exchanging points back and forth. When are niggas going to stop trying to ISO Lou Dort <laughs> on the perimeter? <laughs> stop trying to ISO that. He, wait, he mm-hmm. waits for that. Bro, that nigga Lou Dort weighed them niggas off. He said, No, nah, I got it. I'm like, oh, Yeah, shit. that's what I'm saying. I'm like, He waits for that moment. He's like, All right. And also, this is first, this is his mom's first time ever coming to a home game to watch him play. I was like, yeah, I'm about to show off. Man, no, he showed out. I forget what, what player it was on uh, Toronto. It was the same thing. Man, his whole family was rude. Like, I was on uh, – his whole family was in the suite. They all rooting for him. They had the man's jersey on. He went off. I think the boy ended up having 33 points. Jesus. That's the last thing you want is for your family to be there and thinking that you're not going to act up. Bro, I think Lou Dort led us. I think Lou Dort led us in scoring that night. Yeah, he did. Oh. his mama was there. I'm see. So I'm gonna score all the points, mama. That's what he did. <laughs> I'm looking at our next schedule, and and because we're we're five and six, we're projected to be the worst team in the league. Um, here, so our next five games, we play the Nets, the Heat, the Rockets, the Bucks, and the Celtics. Yeah, y'all ain't sound like y'all ain't one of those. <laughs> so I expect I expect us to go one and four. If we somehow fuck around and go three and two, the tank is over. The tank is over. I don't know because we're again we're we're we expect to be the worst team in the league, have the top 
have a top five pick. And I keep hearing these guys in their exit interviews after every game. They're talking about some, now we play hard. We're just here to establish a winning culture. These niggas said, fuck tanking. <laughs> like, I'm just like, and I'm, I'm in this group called Hoop Spaces. I join them every now and then. I know, y'all know Bibbs is in it. Bibbs talks every, Bibbs talks every day. I talk every now and then if I'm not, if I'm free. And he said, the Thunder aren't tanking. And I mm-hmm. said, thank you. Because he's, he's a 76ers fan. He remembers tanking. I'm like, we're not, we're just young as fuck. The oldest player on our team is 23. Well, Derek Favors. Outside of Derek Favors, the oldest player on our team is 23 years old. I'm 25. Everybody else, everybody else, they're sophomores. They will be sophomores and juniors in college. Yep. I think think Josh Giddey's the youngest player in the league right now. Yeah. We're bad off of experience. But these niggas go out and get them dubs. It was fun watching us beat the Lakers the first time. I had an attitude the second time. <laughs> I had an attitude the second time. I'm like, bro, because I woke up for that game. I woke up in the middle of the night, and I'm seeing SGA hit a logo shot. Come on, I'm going I'm I'm to I'm I'm let Josh mm-hmm. get to his question in a second, but nah. That was another reason why I just, like, start. I busted out laughing, speaking of logo shots. When KP did it, I was like, Oh yeah, I forgot. KP then, uh, then, 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 uh, okay. I said, y'all, y'all mad at this man? I'm like, he. It's just like a lot of like D Rose and a lot of other players. I mean, just, he just has the misfortune of getting hurt. It's just a misfortune. Uh, that's that's the way it goes. But to say the man sucks, <laughs> like you didn't like you didn't see him in New York. It's like ah, come on, y'all. <laughs> come on, y'all. I mean, like I was remember I was in LA when he only had six measly points. <laughs> remember, I was there. I was like, I looked, I kept looking at the scoreboard, like, ain't no way that Luca got almost like a 50 piece and this fool got six. There's no way. <laughs> I kept looking. I said the dude that they were triple and quadruple teaming was Boban Morjanovic. Bobby Boban. was like, they was treating Bobby like he was Jordan. <laughs> Bro, that's crazy. Because he was seven three, and he just kept just going to the basket, just tipping it. In. <laughs> he didn't do much. He just like, here it is. All right, there's another two. I said, I just rack them up like like Carl Law just had him doing this, just rack them up, <laughs> just put points in them. <laughs> or just stand there. We go keep passing. That's what. That's all he was doing. And then all of a sudden, you just see like all the Clippers just like crowding them. Like, like he's still taller than y'all, bro. There's no way you stopping height. You're not stopping the seven three men, but yeah, Josh, what was your question, dog? Oh, I was gonna say, uh, what the most realistic top uh, uh, starting five lineup you would want for the Mavericks right now? I'll tell you that off rip. I ain't got. Look, I was gonna look at my phone. I ain't got look at my phone. Would that would that include like if you guys make a trade or yes, yeah. yeah? Because I figured I, I was like, I like shot knows the most realistic like lineup right that now. could really happen. I'll just go from like right now because uh, I. With, I don't want to talk about Nico because every time I see him, he's a pleasant guy, and I might end up, you know, saying, seeing him again. Um, so I don't. Yeah, because yeah, I, I thought about it. I was like, if, I was like, boat. if he could really move Luca to like the the two or the three, I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, I wonder what his lineup would be if he could actually really do that. I already got my lineup. If I could move to if, two to three. He, nah, right now, like I would still have Luca at the one because, like I said, I would love JB at the one until they can find a Dragic or a. 
point guard to put in that position. But like I said, the Goofies, they want they want Chris Tapps gone. So that's the only way we get a guard is if we get rid of him. So yeah, right now keep look at the one, two. Um, keep that at Timmy. Now the three. I'm kind of like as much as I love Dodo. Uh, Reggie Bullock or uh, Frank Nilakina need to be at the three. Uh, the four, KP, stop stop putting this man at the five. And at the five uh, is my young bull that I keep advocating for on social media and exactly on the show, about. Moses Brown. That oh, big, yeah. Mo, Moses Brown, if you, if you need a young rebounder with fresh legs, Moses Brown, he was with us last year. This nigga, this nigga was breaking Serge Ibaka like rebound records. Damn, shit yeah. that Serge Ibaka was doing in his peak, he broke the shit last year. He was dunking and acting up last night, and they and they Bro. won by like what 15, 20 points last night. He's he's really he good, man. He's really good, and I and I like, keep telling like and like now, of course, since I'm, you know, yeah, yeah they only listening to they only listen to the white people say this. But that now everybody, because when I was saying Moses Brown really good, y'all. Man, you don't know what you're talking about. All right, cool. Because truthfully, my boy, my boy Squish 41. Oh, yeah. He started advocating for Moses. Now everybody told my man, why ain't Moses starting? I truthfully, I wanted to keep I wanted to keep Moses, but Sounds like I've been said that. <laughs> bro, Moses is nice. I want to keep him, but we couldn't um we couldn't we couldn't uh get rid of Al Horford without adding Moses Brown to the trade. Yeah. So we had to we had to trade um we had to trade Moses away, and a lot of us were sad about it because we desperately needed a center. But dude is re- dude is really good. He has like he has this energy and tenacity about him. I think I would run, including if you got the Goran Dragic, if you somehow got joint Goran Dragic, whether it be a buyout thing, or t- um, off season. But the one thing um, that y'all didn't have that we have is the mentorship he has with uh, Tyson Chandler. Yeah. So that's yeah, even making did. them. That's making them better. Oh yeah. We didn't have. We were just young. So we just yeah. we just had a bunch of young niggas just kind of figuring it out. Not everybody had, um, like with SGA and Lou Dort, they had a year of CP3. When we look at Darius Baisley, everybody says, "Damn, we wish we would have had Russ for one more year." So Darius Baisley could learn how to be assertive and aggressive at the four, with Russ uh, with Russ guiding him. But he doesn't have that, so Darius has to kind of figure that out on his own. Moses ain't have nobody. When when we got Moses, Al Horford was done. We shut that nigga back, down and said, "Hit home." Back that score. I was like, "It better be fourteen three. Yeah, I was like, "I'm, I'm, 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 I'm gonna right." Yeah, but yeah, so, go ahead. No, Mo, when Moses started really playing for us, we sent Al Horford home. Al Horford was yeah. already. We sent that nigga home, so he was just kind of figuring it out. And well, he's good. I think I would run, including and if you guys got Tragic. I run Dragic at the one, Timmy at the two. And Sam knows I was mad when Moses was that good because he was on the Legends. I mean, he was here on assignment from uh, Portland, but still, he sure was. That's how he. That's how y'all got him. He was on assignment from Portland, and I, I watched him every day because you know, well, of course, mm. you know, I say it all the time. I you know I um, interview people and I also cover the Legends. I saw him every day. I'm like. <laughs> Why they got him down here with us? And then I'm looking at uh Al Whitley and everybody else in the organization, just looking at. Him. I said they finna send him back to Portland where he ain't gonna play. I said, and mm-hmm. at that point, in the Mavs, um, with the Mavs teams, 
I said, I know Carlisle would have hated it, but I think he would have played Daniel Man if we had traded for him. They would he would have played him. Uh, I mean, but who explain that to me? Since I don't understand the whole G League if on assignment, what does that what does that mean? Okay, so with G, so you want to do it or you want me to or go? So I'm gonna listen to it because. Yeah. Okay. I'll just jump in. I'll just jump in. <laughs> okay. Because of course you you report on the G League, but if you are whether it be undrafted or if you're kind of undrafted or a two or a second round pick, uh-huh. you get you get signed to a two way contract. Okay. Most likely. So if you get signed to a two way contract, you are on the roster. You're on the you're on you have the rights for a specific on the team main roster, yeah. on the main roster, uh-huh. but you can be sent somewhere else. Because not every not every not every not NBA team, not every NBA not every NBA team has its own G League uh, affiliate. affiliate. Okay. So okay. So if you don't have a G League affiliate, they send you somewhere else. Okay. Okay. So yeah. Portland doesn't have one. Um, it's just like when Josh Green was playing for Salt Lake City in the Gubble, uh-huh. and Tyrell Terry was playing in Memphis. It's uh-huh. because the legends weren't in the Gubble, so. Okay, they, had, okay. they wanted to put them on assignment, but they had to send them somewhere. So that's okay, okay, different yeah. teams. Yeah, right. but the okay. legends were there. They've just been with the legends. Okay, yeah, cool. Because, okay. because the Thunder are one of the very, I want to say, very few teams. We're on the very few uh, G League teams that are right there with uh, the main team. I think it's like us, the Warriors, and the uh, Legends. Memphis. Oh, Legends, Memphis, and I think the Raptors too. No, Nine Raptors. Yeah, Raptors not a five play here. They don't play in uh, Toronto. Oh, they're they're playing here. But I remember they used to play up there. I don't know how it's been with COVID now recently. Remember, everybody was in Tampa. Oh yeah, nine oh five. Yeah, nine oh five, and the Raptors were in Tampa. Okay. Uh, I want to say uh, South South Bay Lakers too. Yeah, South Bay Lakers. Because when I say some of these teams are all over the place, like the Minnesota Timberwolves G League team, they play in Iowa. <laughs> yeah, the Iowa Wolves. Yeah. I think um, Maine, I think I think Maine has a G League team. Oh, Salt Lake! Oh, yeah, Salt Lake City. Um, star. Uh, Salt Lake City Stars. They play in Salt Lake City too. Because Houston um, team definitely don't even play in Houston. Mm-hmm. Them niggas play in Edinburgh. I covered the Vipers, so I know it's mm-hmm. Edinburgh, Bro, niggas, which is they call like, New Jersey. The um, Edinburgh is literally near the border. It's a border town. Oh, yeah, okay. they're it's, the Rio Grande, the Rio Grande yeah, Vipers. Grand Valley, yeah, oh, okay, Grand oh, okay, the Vipers. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like this this whole G leagues. It's interesting. Learn yeah. some new shit. So oh. that's kind of so G I think since again we gutted that entire is it good? Because I think that's how when we gutted our entire roster, we if it'll night trading everybody, we had to bring in a bunch of people. So that's how we end up getting Moses Brown. You got Moses Brown, Kenrick Kenrick Williams. Fuck, I can't even remember all those trades. So much happened in that week. Have you checked out the the uh what was I gonna say? Uh the Big Shine album, because I know I know you were talking about the uh once you hear the album or the project, you you're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to talk talk some stuff about Big Sean. I turned that <laughs> shit off, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to shit on this nigga, man, but it's he's making it hard. <laughs> He's been making it really hard to not shit on that nigga, bro. Like, niggas like, yeah, he rapped his ass off. He does that. <laughs> it's something missing, bro. Like, 
he's been like that for years, and I can't exp- I can't put my finger on what it is and why. But he's always he's always been able to really rap. It just does not translate well to me at all. Well, it hasn't in a minute. But hopefully him being on hopefully him being on his own will help his kind of will kind of help his craft again. Because my hot take, Kanye hindered that nigga. That's my hot take. Kanye hindered the fuck out that nigga. Yeah, I was. Uh, I thought about it just from going because you know I went to the Tiana Taylor concert the other day when she did her little uh, video. She's still on the label. Uh, yep. But I guess since she's retiring or whatever, she basically wouldn't be signed. Because or, or, I think I think that she said that's what she's pretty much doing. She's just trying to wait out and get like do all the lawyer work to actually be uh, a free agent from both Def Jam and Good Music. I don't think you understand how much that really hurts me, man. Because I really like when she played the little video montage, and a part of the video montage was Kanye West talking about like, "Yeah, I didn't do it right that that Breakfast Club interview," <laughs> and like people literally was like booing when when he came up. They're like, "Boo!" I was like, "Yeah, this, this nigga really held her up." Like, <laughs> bro, how many? T- but again, you know how they say one time is once is a random occurrence, two times is. Two times a coincidence, three times a habit. Mm. Literally, the consequence. Mm. Let's start with Big Sean. Big Sean got signed in 07, took him till 2011 to... It took him to 2011 to drop his debut. That's odd to me. Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi's the one... Be, Kid Cudi's the instrument. Kid Cudi was a, Kid Cudi was a star, in my opinion. I noticed it when... We could talk about Cuddy changed his sound or whatever. It still does not change the fact that Wizard was one of the most hyped out, was one of the most anticipated albums going into 2012. I love that Wizard album. I do too. It's amazing. No one, and mind you, we're a bunch of young niggas who look and love music. Mm-hmm. Every single Cuddy fan that I know, outside of me and like my close circle, none of the niggas knew the album dropped. Yep, I was like, it was like kind of quiet. It was like, uh, mm-hmm. like super diehards, <laughs> like really new. It was not, it was not promoted and noticed. And crazy, Cuddy's been doing this shit solo, like solo on his own too. And he's been doing way better. Mm-hmm. He fumbled Cuddy. Saha the Prince, man, Saha was somebody <laughs> who I wanted to see thrive. Just, he just stopped. He just stopped dropping. I was like, all them projects and mixtapes. I'm like. Damn, this nigga is ill. I can't wait for like the the real good music release. Tiana Taylor, man, I knew that was happening. I knew. I don't know. I had this. I had a feeling when Kanye. Kanye is a slave to his own ego, and his own as his ego is what helped him get to where he is. But his ego always was what hindered him. Mm-hmm. He let. He let his petty feud with Drake, which at the end of the day is about nothing. Right. At the end of the day is about nothing. You let that, you want to step on Drake's release. You put out all these albums. I'm pretty sure they don't know it's coming out. Push T don't give a fuck. <laughs> the Push T said his album got changed up. Tiana Taylor's album got switched up. Okay. Weird. Yep. Playing a he whole just... different version of the single that she's been putting on IG. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, remember, I remember that. You just... If you're gonna own a label, you can't do it in the peak of your career. Not I'm not talking about 
I'm not talking about be the face of it while another nigga kind of does it. Not like Damon, like not like Damon Ho. Yeah. Kanye was the head of this label. Even with the young money, Wayne just kind of let them do whatever. Birdman mm-hmm. was mostly doing the business for them niggas. Mm-hmm. You cannot be the front head of a label. Because uh, even look at and... G- Gotti right now. It's like Gotti, like yo, I got all the, I got money bag, yo, I got all, all these other like uh, young niggas. Is like they are doing their thing. I, I'm just. Playing the background, back. yep. Notice, mind you, Dreamville has always been a thing. I remember, I remember when the first Revenge of the Dreamers came out. Notice he hits full swing once J. Cole's ready to take a step back. Mm-hmm. Kendrick's about to do his own label. He's taking a step back. That's what Drake's issue was too with OVO Sound. Right, that, that makes me so upset with OVO. I'll be like, yeah, the t- yeah, talent. You got so much, you got so much talent. <laughs> I remember, I remember OVO like when they were like signing a lot of people. And it came out that Bryson Tiller chose RCL over OVO. And I said, that's probably one of the best decisions he could have made for his career. Mm-hmm. And that's my. That's why I'm glad Division got that management deal with uh, LVRN. Because I'm like, uh, I, was like mm-hmm. I think it was some new management that will definitely help out a whole lot better for them in their career. Definitely. And that's the, that's the shitty part about being an artist with the label. You got to take us. You got to learn how to take a back seat. And that's one thing that Kanye didn't do. Big Sean suffered from it. But I tell you, if I were to, I would still be talking. I look at rap like I look at the NBA. The way that we were buying stock into Big Sean when he first came out. Because again, I am, I'm 25 years old. So I first heard Big Sean with um, Finally Famous Volume 3. Mm-hmm. And we heard this nigga, we were like, yo, he's nice. Yep, that big project is nice. Bro, we were buying, like, we were, like, all buying stock in the Big Sean. Like, we thought he was going to be the nigga to run the decade. Finally Famous one, I actually like it. That Hall of Fame shit, Kanye yeah. needs to stop touching albums, bro. That one had a lot of yeah. Kanye influence. And I was just like. What yeah, that's I the one we shit? always want to forget that sophomore slump one that hall of fame shit. like oh. bro that sophomore slump was so bad i thought that nigga was falling was, off yeah i was like damn i didn't think he was gonna make it back from <laughs> after that shit and i really didn't i really didn't and with him it's like every other every other project was dope it's like every finally famous was okay i love detroit one hall yeah. of fame eh. yeah dark sky paradise loved it yeah. i do not like i decided at all yeah, like yeah. He, he, yeah, he take he take a, a step step down. Uh, I decided because it's like, uh, I was like, you had his hype off off the off Dark Sky Paradise, and I was like, I mean, it's cool. I mean, and if you're gonna come at the King, you gotta show up. Yep, you gotta if you go if you're gonna come at Kendrick, you got to show up. Drake at the time could come at Kendrick because Drake shows up. He gives you something like, okay, he's gonna run the charts. He's gonna he's gonna you're gonna not be able to escape his music for a year and a half. You can't come at Kendrick when damn is about to when when he's dropping damn and think shit is sweet. Like, nah, bro. So after that, he just kind of went downhill. And I could just tell something's been up with good music. And I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad Big Sean got away from that label. Sad Tiana Taylor had to retire. Cause I'm not the biggest Tiana Taylor fan, but I respect her, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. I respect her a lot as an artist. 
that's what I, was, I was telling folks like, yo, not that many people may really know who she is or really listen to her music. Cause I even had some coworkers like, yeah, what does she do? Like, uh, I, just, like I, I know she like does like the video for Kanye West. Or I'm like, yeah, like she's a singer. She used to be with like Pharrell and Neptune. She got hot off of Sweet Sixteen. And they're like, oh, okay. Google, she did the Google uh, Me Baby record. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they're like, yeah. oh, oh, okay. They're like, I'm like, yeah, like she, like yeah. Well, if you ain't like really deep into music, you you probably really don't know who she is. I was like, but she's just a super talented. <laughs> it's like fashion, the music, and everything, and she's just awesome. <laughs> I tell people all the time too. Um, you know, Kanye could have been one. You know, Kanye could have been like one of the earlier. He he actually could have had the jump on on the Afrobeats wave coming to the U.S. He could have had a jump on that. He signed the Bonge. Oh shit! I do remember that. He signed I do remember the Bonge. He signed yep. Malik Youssef. This nigga. <laughs> I remember Javon because because uh, he was on the uh, the the uh, Good Music Project, and I was like, I was like, oh, this is nice. He could have had he could have had that indie pop shit on lock with Mr. Hudson. Yep, bro. Yeah. Mr. Look Hudson, at that like, rosters. Like Look Mr. at his was roster for real, bro. Mr. Hudson was everywhere. I can't explain it. So, but Big Sean, I'm since I'm not ready. To, I'm not going to do do the Big Sean slander yet. I'm gonna give him <laughs> one more. I'm gonna give him another album. Now he's on his own. I'm gonna give him another album. The EP, I'm not a, I'm not big on EPs either. Just it doesn't leave me wanting anything really. Like I think actually I say I think EPs are more for R and B acts than it is for rappers, yeah. especially if you want to. Just if you kind of come off like a concept rapper, which Big Sean is a concept adjacent rapper, like he kind of has a concept but not really. Yeah, because like the whole mood of the album has to be like the same. <laughs> yeah, and you can't really do that with an EP. And that's probably what those songs were. They're probably like, yeah, we work on the album, but they don't really fit like what we're trying to do with the album. So like here, let's just just let's throw those out there real, real quick. I will say if he hypes up another project, because the way that nigga hyped up Detroit too, and then I heard it a year later. <laughs> yeah, that's what me and my homies were saying. We were like, yo, overall, at, at, by the end of the year, you were like, Detroit too really wasn't. All oh, that it was hype. It's like we were hyped from like, like oh yeah, Detroit too. It was like when it first came out, like okay, cool. But then like by the end of the year, it's like, damn, I really ain't listened to this album since it, it dropped. <laughs> yeah, so I'm giving him more time, but ah, it's tough. But I understand leaving a label like that. I understand leaving a label like that and having like trying to figure out what you're gonna do next. So I don't trip too much on it. Kanye, on the other hand, I really, I'm starting to hate that nigga, bro. I can't. I'm really starting. I'm, I'm really starting oh, yeah. to hate Kanye, bro. Yeah, I'm really starting to hate Ka- that nigga. Kanye and Big Sean. I, yeah. I asked him about the big. I'm, no, I'm no. Oh no, no we're I'm, talking about Big Sean's about, uh, project. And I said, like Big, I said, there's no way Kanye had the roster that he had. I was even telling him, I said, yo, Kanye could have been the first nigga to bring, to, like, to bring in the Afro beats wave to the states. That nigga signed to Bonge, didn't do anything with it. Didn't like, do nothing. Kanye, he fumbled. This nigga had the most stacked had, roster I've ever seen. Bruh, the, um, probably the first four years of good music. 
it was a lot of people to get excited for, and he just straight like, like jumped on for like I'm, let me, a let me whole bunch of all we got from that was a whole bunch of common albums. I'm like, wow. Let me see. So you got Consequence, you got Common, <laughs> you got John Legend, you got Big Sean, you got Mr. Hudson, you got Kid Cudi, you got Devon, you got Malik Youssef, you got even even even, even funnier. He had most def on his label, Tiana yep. Taylor. This nigga yeah, had a stacked roster. He, the one that he fumbled the most, bro. Designer could have been a star. I heard Designer's mixtape. That nigga is not sweet. That nigga is tough. You talking about LOD? Yeah. Mm-hmm. About, Life uh, of Designer. Yeah. Yeah. LOD was cold. LOD. I, I no, no, not, not LOD. New English. New English. New English. The tape. The first joint. I was like, oh, he he really doesn't sound like Future. He got his own New York sound. It's just his voice. Yeah, that, that's what when I, when I heard that one, I was like, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I see. He, he is more individualistic than the whole future take. Yeah, it's just and, niggas uh, like, can't, with just can't help. Uh, with their voice he's like, I can't like, help. Yeah. That's the, that's my voice. I talk like. <laughs> and my... with Josh, I was telling him, I said, I still listen to designer. Like I sent him some of his like new stuff. And I was like, he's just getting better. Mm-hmm. It's just that now mm-hmm. he's back to being local, which is which kind of sucks. Yeah, I was like, he just need really just need that one hit. He need that one. Pop. Yeah, he need that one put. No, he need that one push. Yeah, because he but he's still putting out bangers. It's just yep. Because I I checked out his most recent one. I was like, damn. I was like, this is nice. Yeah, I told you. And I'll even say I'll even say this. It's a crime. And this is not it. This to me, this is the biggest crime. And you have you have this is a legacy act. The fact that Pusha T is now starting to be more associated with his feud with Drake than anything else. Mm-hmm. You forget you, this, this is your guy. This is your right hand man. Good music. This is your guy, bro. Push a T, bro. Like, uh. yeah. So Kanye got a CB. I'm really like the more that time started to go on, I like I kind of let Kanye do whatever. I start to like dislike him more and more. I mean that for real. Just like the way he handles things. Phenomenal talent. That nigga is the most one of the most talented individuals ever in existence. But the way he handles things, I'm just not with it anymore. Like he be, I'm just not with it no more, bro. I had like, the link. I had the link. I had the link. I'm like, nah, for real. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I meant that in our group chat. I said Kanye's not. I said Kanye's not for niggas no more. He's not for us anymore. Yeah, like I was telling Sam, I really was heated at at the Tiana Taylor show when she showed that montage, like. This nigga really dropped the fucking ball with Tayana Taylor, and even just like listening to montage and like seeing her on stage and like how hurt she is. Like, yo, I wanted this. This music business just really just hurt me. I, I was like, damn, I was really no, heated. Kanye. Yeah, mm-hmm. just, and just one yeah. man. <laughs> and that's and that's why when I mentioned Kid Cudi, I said Kid Cudi went through a big drop off, and Kid Cudi was a nigga that introduced the whole sound and was a superstar at one point. Mm-hmm. He went through that big drop off. Every single artist that signed to Kanye went through a big drop off, and at one point, that started to say more about the niggas who are running the label than anything else. And bro, you can't be at the peak of your career trying to own a trying to have a label. You can't do that. So yeah, Kanye. And I saw the Drink Champs interviews. I'm like, Kanye's not for us anymore. And I I love how a billionaire is wanting to tell teach us about class and how class and like how classism is wrong. And this should be dead to class, but he, it's but a whole billionaire. But he, meanwhile, he's talking about how he has nine billion dollars to like five or six other niggas in a group text. <laughs> and they talking about he got eighty bank accounts. Have you? Do you guys remember? Uh, sorry to bother you. Not, you guys remember? Sorry to bother you. Yep. 
remember that one scene where they were promising Lakeith Stanfield's character a hundred million dollars over the course of ten years? Because mm-hmm. they wanted to turn whatever that working they want to pretty much turn the niggas into like horse people mm-hmm. to up the up the value of work. They said we're gonna pay you a hundred million dollars to be quote unquote oh, spokesperson or MLK. The, the spokesperson or MLK <laughs> of these horse people. Yeah, I'm not sleeping tonight. Oh my god, that's Kanye to me at this point. Like he wants to come here and like speak to us. Man, that was probably like, the no, most you, nightmarish you, you, thing because <laughs> I saw "Sorry to Bother You" in the middle of the night. So when I went to sleep, I just saw like a big old horse person. Like, <gasps> so it's like now, but was it? Yeah, I'm about, I'm not sleeping tonight because uh, yeah, that was the most nightmarish thing I ever saw was at the end. Because I mean, it looked realistic like that. Yeah, them, I was like, man, yeah. Them niggas look for real. I saw the movie. <laughs> I, like, I saw them. I took. I took. A, I took a girl on a date to go see the movie. We had a good time, but it's not what we expected to see. <laughs> she would have loved me because I was about to cry. Like, <laughs> like what? What is wrong with you? I'm like, did you not see that? I'm like, that looked too real. Like. <laughs> What if that exists? Of course, people exist. But yeah, that's what Kanye is to me at this point now. Like he can do all this preaching to us that he wants to do, but you're you're with them. You can't Mm -hmm. identify with the public and want to do say you're this, this, and that. But you're kicking it with Elon Musk. You're kicking with Jeff Bezos. Kicking all these niggas. Like, and I'm I'm not the and I'm not the person that I'm I'm not and I'm not the fake socialist. I'm not. You know what I mean? I'm not the fake socialist. I'm not one of those guys. I'm not trying to be a Fred Hampton ass nigga. I'm not on pocket watch either. But it comes off like a slap in the face at one point, bro. Like, and that's why I'd be rolling my eyes during that interview. I'm like, I'd be, I'm like, I'm trying to feel you, but you're not with, you're not for the people no more, bro. Stop acting like it. It's okay. And it's it's funny because it's only, it's only escalated like like, over the years. It's just gotten worse over the years. Like, people, like, (laughs) It was weird because like everybody was like, "Oh, it's the Trump stuff." I'm like, "No, Kanye was." Everything I'm saying now, I said. Everything I'm saying now, I said eight years ago. I said this eight years ago after the Sway interview. Yeah, like it's just Yeah, it's like we we've been seeing it. It's just that like, oh, he's a musical genius. That's just how they like. Which is true. We we we've been seeing the 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 fall off. It's just that yo, the funniest when the Trump shit happened. That's when they I've, were like, "Hey, that's when it's like, oh, I've never seen." Just I've, fell out. I was like, "Why y'all found out He told I've never you seen who a he nigga. was. And that I was like, to get like rich or not, in pockets, I, I love, I love that he's being honest. Like, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm Republican. I, I started like, cause it's a lot of celebrities like that. Okay. A lot, bro. Somebody mentioned this. They said the only thing that's keeping a lot of black people from truly becoming Republicans is, is, um, is lack of access to wealth and how and how much the Republican Party uh, uh, markets to the bigots and racists. Mm-hmm. They set off a lot of values. If it wasn't for those two things, a lot of black people would be Republicans. That's a fact. So I don't trip on that nigga being Republican at all, actually. Well, remember, yeah. remember that Dave Chappelle joke, though? What? Remember that Dave Chappelle joke? When he, when he talked about all the things that Republicans stand for, he said, they're not doing this for you. They're doing this for me. Oh yeah. <laughs> what's the name? Um, what's my what's what's my favorite one of my favorite comedians? Ger- Gerard Carmichael. He oh, had yeah. a joke said he wants to be so successful that he can be that he can be Republican. He said, I want he said, I want to be rich and successful enough to where I can actually be identified as Republican. 
And I'm like, I'm laughing a little bit. I said, oh shit, a lot of rich people pretty much have mm-hmm. Republican ideologies, yep. but they but they want to be for the people. And I don't know. It's all these things, because I said this when I had my first ever podcast. Shout out to Champion Radio 2013. We miss you. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why he treated like a dead goldfish? Right, that's what I was, I was asking. <laughs> Bro. But I, I said, loved I you, Mr. Radio. I loved you, Mr. Pull, Sprinkles. Pull one out. <laughs> like, oh, okay. No, because <laughs> okay. because that whole thing pretty much like I was very opinionated in group chats, so we started a podcast. That's just how the whole shit went down. I saw that sway interview. I said, "This nigga just keeps trying to preach to us like he's doing this for the people." This nigga wants to do things that he wants to do, and he and he wants that type of access to success. Cool. I'm happy for you. I love to see black people shine. I love to see black people get into industries that we haven't seen before. But you're not doing this for us. You're doing this for yourself. Do not act like you're doing this for us. That's why I don't ride for Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry doesn't do this for us. He doesn't even like that. He doesn't even like to really hire people. I'm not caping for Tyler Perry. That's not what I'm doing at all. He for the black elite, bro. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like the reason why I like I have a lot to say about the insecure show and his writing sometimes, but I let her cook because. She she did it from the ground up, and she has been out. She's been actively supporting other black creators, mm-hmm. and even is actively for making Josh, more TV shows uh, to put people in those places. For Josh, this is like what's funny about half the things that Sam talks about. This is the, the pre basketball talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just go into basketball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we just happen to talk about. But we talk about everything. Like me and Mikiana just literally just talk about whatever. But no, nah, I feel yeah. the same because we feel the same way about a lot of stuff. So. Mm-hmm. But not for and, real, like. Don't uh, give me, and fuck, I'm not trying to. Oh, I'm not gonna. Okay, this is like your own dick, bro. <laughs> that's pretty much what he did. And then when he, when he threw Big Sean under the bus, that's that's when I he threw like, Big Sean, Talib Kweli. I'm like, damn, nigga. Like, who, who and I was like, mad? I was like, and John Legend just got so so many shots. Like, I was like, damn. I was like, yeah. Bro, and I'm that, like, but, not hey, doing that but you know, the, but you know what the funny thing is, and he was like, I'm not a backpack rapper, I'm sorry, I didn't mean I, I don't, I'm rock with you guys. No, he's trying to change the narrative, nah. nigga. I remember the beginning of Kanye, I'm not, we gonna all do. yeah, he's trying to change, said, nigga. man. He's like, doing I, he's I was doing listening to gangster rap, it's just I grew up in the here's, uh, here's who he's doing this for, he's doing this for the young niggas that wasn't there for, and the white kids that had become fans of Kanye till my beautiful dark was a fantasy. Because the street rappers are like, are what the hot, or what's the hottest niggas out right now? Like, I like I remember when I'm not gonna cap. I remember I was like into everything Chicago rap, not just the drill shit, but I was when I was with No Name when No Name was still called No Name Gypsy. When Mick mm-hmm. Jenkins had 900 downloads on his first ever mixtape, Trees and Truth. When Alex Wiley was a thing. When Saba when they <laughs> when they were shouting when they were shouting when, shout, when they were shouting out Free Jimmy. I was there for a lot of that Dang. shit. And I remember that whole side of Chicago. They said, "Yo, this nigga Kanye, like he's like he's all on, like he's all on the drill shit. He's all on they dick." But and like I remember, like it was a lot of animosity. Like niggas, like yo, Chance the Rapper's right there, and like he's like he's he's pretty much like your kid. And like you're not even showing a nigga no type of love, but you big around the drill shit because the drill shit was hot. Uh, Sam said Alex Wiley. I'm like Wiley because I'm like, bro, you really had to be there. You had you had well, to, you was, to catch that. You had to catch to that moment in time. Remember, uh, uh, MC Tree, MC Tree. I remember that nigga. Like, yeah, you had bro, to, ooh, I was yeah, there for them niggas. Yeah, I was, was there awesome. for that Chicago ooh, shit, bro. You had to, like, yeah. You had bro. to know. Yeah, you had to know to know. 
And the only thing that killed Alex Wally is they kept saying that man was trying to be Chance. You kept, yep. kept trying to be what? He kept trying to be Chance, and I was like, how? Mm-hmm. It's because, again, I'm, I, I was hip to Chance. Whenever I first heard the royalty mixtape, I went through her Chance shit, and that's when I went back. I circled back to then, then again, a group that I really love, the Cool Kids. They started yes, pop- the cool, that was my the shit cool kids. We talk about what should, we talk about what Kanye and we talk about what Kanye and Lupe did for Chicago. The cool kids, what them niggas did, really birthed the whole era of like style of hip hop. And them niggas, they show love to every single nigga in Chicago. They mm-hmm. worked with a lot of them niggas, Real. especially uh, so Mike, Mikey Rocks, aka Sir Michael Rocks. That's my nigga, bro. Yeah. Like, but nah, the funny thing about that was um the role of not like the cool kids because they just like me. Oh nigga, I was just like that too. I was bro, I was riding I was riding the bikes. Vintage with, area, yeah. I was riding the bikes with the bags, the vintage snap bags, boy. Man, you I remember, know all I wear is snap, so yeah. I had all bro, them joints. I legit thought I was Chuck English for a good bit too, bro. Like it didn't help I look like Chuck English. <laughs> 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 it didn't help, dog. Every time I went somewhere, that's what they that's what they say, man. You know you look like, and I said, I Chucky, nigga, I was rocking, the, I was rocking the polo fits. I was rocking the polo fits like Mikey, nigga. It's the round, those, I said, it's the round face. That's all it is. <laughs> it's the right Kanye, Damn. Kanye, Kanye follows waves. That's why I said. That's why I didn't want to tweet this when I heard so after I after my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. If you didn't realize that. <laughs> but also, you can say no, the same. listen, listen to everything past that. Everything sounds different. But you can say the same thing about I said the same thing about Drake with views. Drake, that's does I thought, but when I watched that interview, I said, "Yo, Kanye and Drake have a lot more in common than people want to give them credit for." Like them niggas are the were. same. If the it wasn't same for Pusha, they would still be like thick as thieves. They're the same nigga to me. Like it's truthfully, what's for Butcher? I said this. I said it's cry. It's a. It's almost a crime that. Drake never got a Neptune's beat. The closest <laughs> thing he got was him hopping on the Lemon remix. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> Pusher, like, like Pharrell believes in his relationships. He said he fucks with Drake, but the reason he said that he never worked with uh, Justin Timberlake again, he said because that label, he said, I'm never going to work with Justin until they do right by the clips. He rides for his own. He rides for Virginia. He rides for his own. Like, Dang. Drake and... <laughs> yeah, because I thought that was funny. I was like, I was like the fact that he used to be called yeah. Chuck English, and then Chuck's uh, nickname has to do with Rick Ross, and because we say we, he also looks like Rick Ross, and then it's a picture with, with Chuck, Chuck English. English. And I was like, <laughs> and I looked at Chuck English, I looked at, and I looked right back at the camera, like, I told you. I was like, because <laughs> I was like, I was like, damn, this nigga shot looks like both these niggas. <laughs> so, <laughs> I looked and here's at here's a picture. I said, dang, <laughs> <laughs> I really did look up. I said. I was like, damn, I was like, this nigga looks like both of them niggas. And it don't help that we both can't grow it like we both can't. Me and Chuck English both can't grow it fully like that. <laughs> I said, dang, that's me. I almost thought that was me for a second. I was like, she put a picture of me and Rick Ross. I, I, like, I, said, I threw that on my phone. Like, damn, that ain't me, dog. <laughs> that ain't me, bro. <laughs> But not Kanye, for but like he rides he he rides waves and he's talking about like I was a gangster shit. I'm like it's because this was hot right now, bro. Like that's why you like. You this gotta shit. go like, back to his first MTV interview. 
where he talked about it. That's why I said. That's why I was like, yeah, he did. Sw- he switched up the flow. He switched mm-hmm. up heavy, bro. He switched up now, because he was talking about some street shit. Like we remember Kanye's one of Kanye's biggest influences was Mace. Like this nigga just really yeah. loved Mace. Mace. Made him too. I messed that up. You but would you consider would you consider Mace to be a street artist? Probably not. No. Like, uh-huh. you, like, Even when he was with Cam back in the day with Harlem World, it wasn't. No. Like you would consider yeah. nigga to be a street artist, like at all. Like Kanye had Kanye has the soul samples of a backpack and he chops like a backpack artist, but he has the bravado of a nigga that's mm-hmm. not a backpack rapper. That's what made it something special. But I act like he always lean towards the street shit. It's just not true, bro. Like Yeah, I, I was in the streets. Like I was with the GDs. Game. I really, I love the gangster rap more. more He's saying that now. He said he with the GD boys. <laughs> yes, he right. said that now. It was like nigga. Don't, don't try to. I, I use the backpack rappers to get on because I was raised. Oh, but here's the thing. Every time he's like, always shut up. Where was he? Where was he when Chief Keep is not allowed to go back to Chicago again? And Chief Keep's wave died a little bit because of it. Like hit this. Mm-hmm. Like get this. I'm Zane just saying. Lowe, listen. Mm-hmm. No, cause look, Zane Lowe. He was talking about I'm not this. I'm not that. Now all of a sudden, like what? Like when was that Zane Lowe interview? Like five six years ago. Yeah. Five six years later, I am all of that. You just said five six years ago. You you told you told you were lying, there, like, right like here. Been. But again, remember, Zane Lowe interview was like what six years, five six years ago, maybe a little yeah. bit more. Mm-hmm. Remember, street the like street hip like street hip hop and like that street shit was not the hottest shit at the time. It was not the hottest thing out. Like you may have like a few niggas that was like really hitting on the underground. It was kind of like you hear it at, at parties, whatever. That's it. They weren't really playing on the radio like that, like like they do now. They're good. And I'm not, which is cool. I'm not mad at it. You know what I mean? Like, it's, as you get older as an artist, you, you're you supposed to adapt. You're supposed to kind of you're maneuver supposed through. To evolve. Yeah. You're supposed to evolve and maneuver and do all that shit. And he's evolving into a gangster rapper. But to act like he, <laughs> to act like he was always on that, that shit. That praises the Lord. Rapper. That praises that the Lord and drinks and cusses in interviews. But I'm a... Dropping gospel albums. A Christian gangster. You know, so you know, I talked to one of my friends. One of my friends, shout out to shout out to Queen O. Y'all check out her. She's has podcast too, Kicking It Queen O. Formerly known as Kicking It Queen O and Ivy. But okay, okay. <laughs> I bro, I have nigga, I have more podcasts than mixtapes, dog. Like <laughs> I have more podcasts than mixtapes. Bro, that's the title. Mixtapes. <laughs> more podcasts than mixtapes. But I talked to her. I talked to, talk to her all the time. I said, "Yo," and I said, "How you feel about Con- this back in the Sunday service shit?" She said, "Yo, that nigga Kanye is like blasphemous as fuck, and I'm tired of it." <laughs> and I said, "What you mean?" I said, "What if you really found God?" She said, "The way that nigga's doing this shit, it does not sit right with me." I'm just like, I ask everybody else, just again, you have to kind of be in the church world. We're not super religious, but we we grew up in church, and I can understand why. I can understand why. And for people to say like, people like, yo, Kanye has the first ever like number one gospel album. Woo, 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 this is that. He's about to, he about to, he won a Grammy as a gospel artist. I said, cause y'all not, nigga said, tell these gospel artists that they game up. I said, okay, fuck you. Because again, I grew up in the church. I know these gospel artists. These motherfuckers are talented as hell. Actually, truthfully, some of the best singers that you'll ever hear in your lifetime come from the church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you don't come from, Bro, oh, I'm just saying. I, I like, forget which art. I forget what what um artist 
It was, I got it, man, I, I would text my homegirl Mia right now. But we laughed at this one feature that she had on her album. She had Nicki Minaj. And when she said, hey, yo, and I was like, man, turn this off. <laughs> like you look, hey, yo. like you look at you look at Kim Burrell on our productions <laughs> album. Or, like I'm, 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 it's the God in me. I remember it's you got married. Yeah, yeah, him and Emma Rose was in that video. I've, I've met I've met the Clark sisters many times at at the AIM Church conventions. Those girls, the way they sing is like not even fair. All of the same, bro. I've met Kelly Price a few times. I've met Ty Tribbett. I've met Kirk Franklin quite a few times too. But Kirk Franklin's out here. Fred Hammond, he's cool. Fred Hammond, Fred Hammond is he, he got the too. game, so I've seen him. Too. Big ass nigga, he be sing, he be singing like he hungry too. That nigga, <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> oh my god, him and Ruby, something about him and Ruby Stunner, you know, boy. Look, 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 you know so ugly. I don't know. I'm gonna see him next season at the Wings game, and I, and I'm just and gonna, that's gonna be the first thing back of my thing. I'm like. My mom used yeah. to play them Fred Hammond CDs. I'm like, yo, this nigga sound hungry. This nigga sound hungry. Him, Ruben Stutter, it just seemed like they really just man. I'm sorry for 2004, dog. Bro, shit. And then, bro, <laughs> no weapon formed to guess what he's talking about. It's not like he just want a plate. <laughs> 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 you just want to play, man. Especially you singing for and what, and what Kirk Franklin did. Side tribute to kind of side tribute was good at bringing in the youth for, ah. for gospel music. Side tribute, Mary Mary, like they yeah. they made music for the youth. Side tribute, he say some early tribute. Tyler, Ty yeah. Tribbett and, and Greater Anointing, not so he started, Yeah, when he went solo, he started saying some stuff. I was like, eh. Not them first two albums. Like he and was, the reason like, I say, he, and the reason I say that is because he was super judgy. Oh, okay, you back. But yeah, he yeah. was like super judgmental in oh, his solo stuff. I was like, oh, I remember, make, I remember yeah, that. I was like. Cause I still remember there was one hook. No, it wasn't a hook. It was like like it was a transition uh, of the choir singing. Uh-huh. Uh, man, what man, women, women, women. I said, bro. Because uh, <laughs> you listen to the rest of the song, it has nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it has nothing to do with uh, gay people at all. It's like, why did you bring that up? Um, <laughs> again, that's kind of how that's kind of how a lot of them were. That's why you just don't ask them about it, and you won't have your spirit crushed. Yeah, it, it just but, got. It was a weird situation with that. I was just like, because you listen, like I said, you know what song I'm talking about too, right? I, I have to hear it again, but I, I remember it being a thing. Yeah, and I was just sitting there like, why did you bring? Because the rest of the song has nothing to do with the uh, message that he was trying to bring out. So it was like, okay, why did you bring? Them into it, you know what I'm saying? Why'd you bring the LGBTQIA people into hold it? On, on. <laughs> you had you no idea. Shut up! Why don't you brought it up? Since you brought it up, since you brought it up, my guy, like, don't, just don't say that. Then I'll feature feature Tim Hardaway. <laughs> Tim Hardaway probably played that song every day. He's like on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, if I can find it. I have too many memes on my phone. That's why it's getting harder and harder to Oh man. Like, about... But no, nah, I don't... Uh 
I wouldn't want him on my team. And um, <laughs> second of all, you know, if he was on my team, I, I would, you know, really distance myself from him because um, uh, uh, I don't think that's right. And, you know, I, 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 I... Hey, Ty Tribute in Tim Hardaway. Ty Tribute Tim Hardaway. I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. He's talking about he plays. He's like, I'll play. I play that every Sunday. I'll let push. He said, nah, of course. Like, of course. <laughs> but nah, was, yeah, that, yeah. When he started getting too, like, then I started listening to songs after that. I was like, hey, like, you're not really preaching. You're just more like, there's nothing you can do. <laughs> hey, but hey, if I'm going to be honest, I, know, I already know where Kanye got that gospel shit from. But mm-hmm. again, he takes from other diggers, but no one wants to talk about it. Yeah. He got the gospel shit from Chance. Yeah. Chance yep. Lock's been a devout Christian. Yep. <laughs> Dang. Dang. He, he, he just like remixed his coloring book. That's all he's been doing. Bro, literally, to me, mm-hmm. when I heard The Life of Pablo, I said, this all sounded like low-key reference tracks from yep. coloring book. <laughs> and then Dang. when Chance was on it, you just sat there like, oh, that's mm. it. You, so you got disrespectful and put the man on it. <laughs> he said, I'll give you a, fe- I'll give you a feature on the album. <laughs> Or even uh, even with some elements of Kirk Franklin, I know Kirk Franklin was at uh, his SNL performance. Kirk Franklin was the best at it. Matter of Kirk fact. Franklin was the best at because then nigga took a lot of '70s soul samples and flipped them to gospel records, and that shit. In the sixteen, because that's all ultra light beam is. Yep. that's all ultra light beam is. That ain't ain't nothing but a Kirk Franklin. You're not lying. Song with Kanye like ad living on it. You're not lying, bro. <laughs> That's all because Kanye listen listen to Ultra Light Beam's actual lyrics. He ain't saying nothing. If it wasn't for uh Kirk's choir and Kirk pretty much praying over you, <laughs> praying over you at the end, it would have been like a regular song on a Kirk Franklin album. That's all it would have been. Uh, oh my god, what was the other one? Because, uh, like, on color, I can't remember on Chance 3. Yeah, like, Chance, yeah, like, you listen to Chance 3. That's all that was, too. Like, Kirk just said, you have full authority on my uh, choir. Do what you got to do. He had Shelly on that joint. Yeah, yeah I still call that nigga Drum, boy. Fuck that nigga. Uh, he canceled his show. Shelly. Yeah, was... show last yeah. night. Shelly. <laughs> we was right. going to be at this nigga show last night. I was so upset. You, you see, I hurried up and hit, uh, hit y'all like, you see this bullshit? <laughs> Bro, I got the email the next day. <laughs> I was like, hmm. I wonder if the niggas refund me. Refunded me. I oh, yeah, know. I got yeah, I got my refund, I think, like, a couple weeks ago. I never know. I was so sorry, man. Good old Shelly Shell, man. What else <laughs> I got on the topics, man? <laughs> Um. Oh, Eternals. Let's, let's, I saw let's, it. Let's, yeah. So, how, how you? Uh, I'll let you go first. How, how, you know, we went to go see uh, Eternals. Uh, I was like, we, we both. Did y'all want to go first see together? So it was like, yeah, I'll let I'll let Sha for, No, I'm gonna let Sam go first because yeah, I know I want Sam it, to go first for. Uh, he'll get a deep dive and have us going. Yep, let's go. Cause yeah, yeah. It, I already had the conversation with like uh, okay. Andrew, so I don't want to go on my rant again. <laughs> there's this, there's this thing that Mar- there's this thing that uh people do with Marvel, and when it comes to either critic reviews or fan reviews, they always like to pick and choose when they want to really emphasize the problems of of a Marvel film and when they want to ignore it. And so when I'm looking at the reviews of Eternals, 
And I said, okay, I've seen the worst of the worst when it comes to the Marvel movies and when it comes to the MCU movies. There's no way in hell it's worse than Thor Dark World. There's no way in hell it's worse than hell, the first Thor. There's no Ooh, way. Thank you. That's what that's why I said I didn't want to start. There's no there's because... no way it's worse than Incredible Hulk. There's no way it's worse than Ant-Man and the Wasp. Right. Like because and... um, if you really look at it like on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah, the critic review is because it's something that even Kendall says, you say, and I say it too. They are overly critical of comic book movies. Yep. And again, then again, like I said, but you can't pick and choose when to ignore because again, it's comic movies. You can't pick and choose when you want to ignore the shortcomings of a Marvel movie. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. because again, you're gonna get a you're gonna get a basic three act structure, you're gonna get a lot of rush character development and story, you're gonna get a final fight at the end. You can't there's only a few, and if I'm gonna be a keep it a buck, because I'm not just a comic book movie fan, I am a film fan. But my love for comic books and superheroes, I put a lot of kind of these annoyances and quirks that I kind of would dislike about them, including D- not even just Marvel, but with DC too. I put mm-hmm. a lot of those aside because again, I grew up on comic books and I love them. But I'm like, okay, if I'm gonna go harsh on Eternals, ooh, don't get me started. And rest in peace, we love you, Chadwick Boseman. I could have been very critical on Black Panther, <laughs> but I loved what it represented. I love the representation for it, and I love. Every time I watch the ending, I do get a little emotional at the end, even before he passed away. Endgame, phenomenal movie, phenomenal event. That movie has a lot of fucking issues. Yeah. But it's worth it when we see. <laughs> no, I'm Look, dead ass. I'm getting, no, 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 no. I'm getting quiet because that's the first thing I said to Josh. Because when he finally went to see it, I told him everything wrong <laughs> with Endgame. He's like, like, I think we were on the phone for like an hour, hour and a half. He was just like, you really didn't like it. I said, bro, it's so many missing pieces. <laughs> so yeah, he, he, he was like, bro, he's like, he's like, I've read the comics. He's like, this, this. I, and I'm pulled, like, I pulled out my crates and started reading the comics to him. Like, and also, so and also I think, I think, the, and I think the aspect of time travel, I thought it was very cheap to kind of have to fix that whole Thanos issue. But again, you put that to the side because you still love the moments of the theaters. Like, I remember. Because truthfully, I was I when I was watching the first time, I wasn't feeling it the same way I felt uh Infinity War, but it was worth it when you first see Black Panther walk out. It's worth it seeing Spider-Man pop up, it's worth seeing everybody come back, it's worth you seeing uh Cap have the hammer, it's worth all of that shit. And Eternals again, it's, Eternals is a property that nobody really knows, so you're not gonna have that same gratification that you're gonna have with these other with these other films. And I could complain Marvel. about it. There's there's very few perfect comic book movies. There's very few amazing comic book movies, but I still love them to death. And when I'm seeing when I watch Eternals, I you know where I put that in my tier. I said it's Doctor Strange. It's not really mind blowing. It's okay. The story's eh, but you like the concept of what it's doing. It's Doctor Strange. <laughs> like Eternals is not a bad movie. It's just people wanted it to be mid so badly, so they kind of went in there with that negative mindset. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to know the gauge of me being into movie or not, if I'm if I'm scrolling on my phone, outside if I'm watching like a thriller movie that's and I need to read the plot, yeah, keep ahead on the plot to calm my anxiety down a little bit. But if I, I was tuned in, I like the concept of what they are doing. It's not a bad movie. Because again, I can go in a lot of more. Trust me. Oh, this is nowhere even. This is nowhere even near worse than Black Widow. 
People, people are like, how is it? People yeah. like, how is Shang Chi that good? I'm not even know how I Shang Chi. Because <laughs> I was like, I was like, because I went with you and you were scrolling your phone. <laughs> Bro, I was not that high on Shang Chi. I saw Shang Chi three times in theaters. I'm yeah, like, Jesus, I'm not high on this movie like others are. I yeah, wanted, cause it. I, yeah, because I was like, I was like, Shang-Chi. I went with you to go see it, and I was like, I was like, so you said you could tell if I'm not really if I'm scrolling. I'm like, hold on, I remember you were scrolling your phone too, and you're like, because I was I was on my phone a lot during the Joker too. Like I'm because I can, I'm very people are like you can't really do that. I'm very aware of a lot within my surroundings. I'm, I could be reading something and I'm hearing the entire thing, and I and I constantly look up a lot, so I can still get that experience. But I'm like, if I'm on point, if I'm just not even that into it, then I just kind of go away. I'm not saying Shang Chi is not good. But... Let, me, let me tell you something about Eternals, because again, I won't. Of course, I won't. Josh, so he can attest to this. I told him straight up. I was like, I didn't ask him. Like, hey, did I miss anything when I came back? I literally went and got popcorn and came back. Did not care that I missed anything. Because I, like, I knew I, I wasn't going to miss any main. I wasn't going to miss any big dialogues. All I was going to miss was a whole bunch of like unnecessary dialogue in the middle mm-hmm. of the movie. And that's the only thing I didn't like about it. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of dialogue. A lot. It, it was like it was a lot of unnecessary stuff but going you, on. So like, here's the London I, scene at the beginning. I can explain. And I can actually give you an explanation why it was like that. It was too much. Like the London scene at the beginning was too long. And the main thing that I laughed with him about was they got rid of that double, <laughs> they got rid of that the double decker. And I said, she did not reconstruct that thing at all. She just <laughs> like the, the lead, the, the pedals were still on the ground. I said, somebody probably was like halfway home. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> like, you see what like when the driver came up, I was like, yo, was it anybody in that bus? And I was like, Oh, it's just the driver. Okay. Yeah, damn. I was yeah, like, damn, like, she like, did not care <laughs> that she did that. But no, that's like that was the only thing I didn't like. It was like a lot of unnecessary dialogue. And so here's what I'm explaining to you exactly why Chloe Zhao, when she approached this movie, and it's kind of again, I watch interviews out because I'm one. Because again, you're talking about a woman who just won a fucking Oscar last year. Exactly. You're bring, you're yeah. bringing in these interesting filmmakers now, and that's what do oh, these movies. Oh, oh, and that's the one thing. Thank you for you, bringing that up. That was the one thing where critics were getting weird. They were com- trying to compare it to her other films and i said and again it's a marvel you, movie it's a marvel movie. Movie. Nice. So, <laughs> so, so here's what you kind of so now you're kind of you're bringing in these because the reviews were absolutely ridiculous like they're bringing I, in i want to say you're not, bring, you're not bringing in these regular ass directors who yeah. were just there to do a regular action movie so she wanted to uh, she wanted to make this movie and really approach it from a from a character standpoint she she cited Blade Runner 2049 as inspiration of like how she wanted that she pitched it. She wanted it yeah. to make it a bigger than life film, not just a comic book movie. And you kind of got that feeling watching it. So that's yeah, why I, I, I heard like how like a lot of the close up on a lot of the faces and, and they facial and the uh-huh. expressions. Uh, I was like, that was should, uh, like purposeful. The, the, yeah, nigga, that's called fucking cinematography. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like that's the only and I'm not thinking like I told. I know I told um, my best friend. I know I told him. I was like, "Yo, that's probably the only part I liked was how it looked." It was sh- it was shot very beautifully, and actually, and truthfully, I when you we approaching it from a character standpoint, I enjoyed what they did with these characters. 
I, I, the one thing I just said, I think that's kind of a big miss to me. Two, Druig and Makari. I think they're two of the better characters. I'd rather yeah. you focus on them instead of that relationship with uh, Icarus. And I think you should focus on them a little bit more. And the and the reveal came a little bit too early that they were just there to watch for the birth of a celestial and for the planet to be destroyed. I think that was a little too early. But besides that, I th- and you under- you get their understanding of why they hate humanity. But then they kind of conflicted because they've been there for thousands of years. So they're not humans, but they've they've ex- had the full human experience. Yeah. I've really enjoyed that about it. Especially shout out to I feel Brian, like I, I feel Brian like Kit Harrington's character was a waste. I feel so like that was, I feel like Kit Harrington's yeah. character was a, a waste. Just so you can I get to think... the, the post credit scene. I was like, you've had it for like those few minutes <laughs> in the beginning, and, and then you don't and, see him. <laughs> you didn't because because you really had to know he was black knight. Yeah, you had to. Know. I was like, if I was like, you did not know that you were just in the like. Yeah, I was like, because if I hadn't known that before the movie, <laughs> because that's the first thing I said to Andrew. I was like, yo, bro. Well, he just kept acting like he could do something. I was like, Black Knight, do something. Do something. Like, I, I was like, I know it's not your movie, dog, but do something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you see and that's the one. On. So that, that whole that whole thing between those three, but again, it doesn't ruin the experience for me because he's barely in the fucking movie. Like, those things. They made him, they made him useless. Yeah, I was but like, again, I, I thought he was gonna have a way bigger role. I was like, but this is like, like he, he could have shot this in one day. <laughs> like he was again, he was barely in it, but it just he's not that big of a factor. I think the I think the whole love story between her and the other dude, they drag on they drag that on way more than it should. His yeah. his his appearance, it doesn't ruin it for me. But again, the acting that they had in it, phenomenal. Brian Tyree mm-hmm. Henry may be the best person that was in that movie. He was. Yeah. We, we, we learn like he, he like, <laughs> and and again like they it goes kind of with their character like this dude was the one who wants to he wanted to make them more technologically advanced they weren't really ready for it but when they got ready look what they did yeah because I uh, even with um dude who played Kango that interview I sent you uh they end up asking him who do you think was like the best character in the whole movie besides yourself and he was like Brian Tyree Henry he was Brian like, Tyree Henry he's a phenomenal actor. He was I, like, he's, the like, moment he's, like I, he's like, besides myself, he's like, I think he was the best one. <laughs> he was good. The, the moment I saw, the moment I saw he was going to be in, I said, he's going to be the standout in this movie. Because he's he's done, he was a standout in Godzilla vs. Kong. He was a standout in Child's Play. He was a standout in um in Widows. He but, made, yeah, he's great. I yeah, remember when um, Atlanta first came out, I think I was like really telling, I don't know why. I was telling people, I said, man, Paperboy is probably one of the best characters on me. They're like, why? I was like, you'll see. There's a lot of layers to his character. And he yeah. he brings he brings out a lot of nuance, too. He he makes his characters to be charismatic and so, bring a lot of nuance. Because that really made me to where if I see his name on um, as a part of the cast, I'm like, okay, I got to watch it. Because yeah. he's not, not going to be like, oh, man, this is, he's not going to Michael B. Jordan. Michael yeah. B. Jordan's not a good actor, though. Like, but you 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 know, you know what I mean by that? Yeah, it's not Michael B. Jordan as something else. No, it's like yeah. okay, this is going to be a different. Like he he's clearly Paperboy because that's yeah. like one of our first uh, our first big introduction to him. But every time like, you see him in something else, if you've never mm-hmm. seen him in that, you see him in something else. But ah oh, man, what? okay, yeah, yeah he's, he's he was this a, guy. He was in one of my favorite stage plays. Like he was iconic in that stage play before people even really knew who he was. Wow. Like this dude is a phenomenal actor. Uh, yeah, he was like one really the only spotlight of why I wanted to go see Godzilla versus King Kong because I'm like, 
He's a reason. Yeah, besides, besides the action, I was like, I just want to see Brian Tyree here because I feel like he's just gonna be. He's gonna awesome. bring it. Mm-hmm. All yeah. son. And the, the cast was stacked, so all the acting was great, man. Like my complaints about it is very little. That's why I don't trip on it that much. Like my complaints are very little. I'm chilling. And that's again, it's a Marvel movie. You kind of know what you're going in there for. I don't see why you should pick and choose. Okay. If we're going to complain about a lot of inconsistencies and dumb shit with Eternals, let's go. We can go, but no, I can do this game. We can do this game for real. We can go there. Because I'm like, there's only one thing. You go to Spider-Man Far From Home, Guardians of the Galaxy, Ant-Man 1. We can go to to the back-to-back Marvel movies that I've seen. This is my only complaint. I understand they're just connector movies to bring them into the MCU from where they came from. But I'm just like, it's the way they did it. Now, that's the one thing I say, for, but it's not just a thing for Eternals. Phase four, I said, I want phase four like, to go man, back I'm to too. basics. I'm, I want them to kind of just, that's one thing phase four is kind of fucking, it's, I'm not really yeah. fucking with it for. They should, since you already did Endgame, you should go back to the basics, which they were doing with the TV shows for a minute. Mm-hmm. Going back to basics and letting them be ice like clearly something big is gonna happen eventually. But reset, everybody's gone. Reset. Who are these new people? Yeah, Show us it. something. Don't yeah. just jump into what we're gonna see some for some next shit. And that's what that's what was pissed me off about Spider-Man No Way Home uh marketing. That marketing has really been pissing me off. Like it's aggravating. The fact no, that we're about to get an animated Spider-Man show about mm-hmm. Peter, early Peter Parker. Fresh well, how do we need this? That's what I'm, I'm like, because I, I, I don't know if I tweeted or if I just said it in a group chat or something, but I literally was like, yo, this better be about freshman the- year of college. I was like, if this is freshman year of high school, I don't want this bullshit. I don't, I, I Bro, don't want to see It's it. because all those Spider Man fans kept begging to see Uncle Ben. Even though, mind no you, cares I mind about you, Uncle Ben. Mind you, I was there when they first announced Spider Man's coming to the MCU. They said, we don't want to see Uncle Ben anymore. They said, we've seen Uncle Ben die. And we've seen Uncle Ben die twice in ten years. We're not trying to see that shit anymore. And you want to really, nowhere. you want to really, uh, you want to really bring it home. You've seen him die about like five, six times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you oh, yeah. bring in the comic books. You bring it. You bring in the comic books. All the, in, all the, uh, all the animated cartoons. shows. Yeah, you bring all of it. It's like, dude, we know how this story begins. Yeah, and like we don't, we don't need that <laughs> at all. And I don't. I, it's like there's no, there's never been a time in my thirty-one years of life I've ever said, man, I wonder how. Uncle Ben was as a person. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder. Hmm. I, I want to see those How moments between Peter and Ben. Ah, before. Man, why was he I so don't hurt care by about this? None of that bullshit. Because I was like, I... the spider that bit you did not know who Uncle Ben was. <laughs> he does not care about your Uncle Ben. It bit you. You are now Spider Man. Shut up. <laughs> There's one. You you say in the quote that you for... learned from him every movie, every episode. Yeah. You, you said, say the they, same they, quote. Look, we, we all know the quote. Look, they want Peter to be Bruce Wayne so bad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they want him to feel bad, so they want you to feel for it. Like you feel for Wayne's parents because of how it happened, but and, like, and also and also Bruce Wayne's parents because they're fundamentally Bruce Wayne's parents are big are a big thing fundamentally in Gotham. They you're talking about these guys, and we not only like ha ha they're billionaires, they're philanthropists. They actually gave a fuck about yeah. people. They were the very few people that said that's fuck ooh, me. and you brought up and Joker. They, you when you brought up Joker. Yeah, that's the and only that's, part about Joker I didn't like. 
Yep, I hated that part. And I hate actually I hate Joker. I hate all of Joker, but nigga, that part right you, there made me mad. Yeah, that that's why when we was in our other like, chat, it's it, mm-hmm. niggas trying when I think it's two years ago, niggas trying to argue with me in our other chat about Joker being a good movie. I said, No, it's not a good movie. It just cosplays as movies that are better than it that inspired yeah. it. I said it tricked mm-hmm. y'all into being a good movie. It's mm-hmm. pretty much taxi driver and the and the king of comedy. I've seen these fucking movies that it's trying to be like yeah. it's a shitty movie, dog. <laughs> but nah, like when they when they portrayed Mr. Wayne like that, I was like, like, and I was like, wait, 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 wait. I said, how did I'm like, how did he go from being like to a straight up jerk? And again, your mother just worked for me. That was all. And then like mm-hmm. basically punched him in the face. Like I was like, come on, bro. And Bruce's parents showed that if. Two pe- if two people who are pretty much damn near run the entire city mm-hmm. and they and as much as they cared about other people, if they can get touched and justice does not come from it, then uh, then justice is broken. I don't care how much that's what people like Bruce Wayne should just redistribute as well. No, Gotham is very corrupt, and that's why he's doing it himself. Yeah, but again, but again, the slander and jokes is better than what the actual character is about on Twitter. I think. Yeah. He, yeah. But, but fucking. But that's what I'm saying. Like dude, Uncle Ben doesn't us. matter. Yeah, like, they, want, they want. I, don't... I was like, they want us to care about him. Like you're supposed to care about the Waynes, uh, and it's like it's not the same. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is why I want origins. You may um die. look. You may um may um Marissa Tomei. Thank you. That that's all I wanted. Uh, that's, 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 that's all I wanted. Listen, listen, you gave bro. What I wanted. Listen, bro. Remember, what, I think I don't know. I think I may who's have said gonna be Uncle Ben? Ben Affleck? Like who's gonna be Uncle Ben? I may have said this to Ryan, <laughs> and I said you got to make it make sense. Like Larry David can't be Uncle Ben, and then he's supposed to be with Marissa Tomei. <laughs> and they're and they're mad. Gotta... That, they're mad. Here's the thing: they're also they're mad that Marissa Tomei was Aunt May. I said, bro, you know Marissa Tomei's in her fifties. Yeah, it may, yeah the timeline. I said being an aunt, like how being old you? Aunt, how old you? She's supposed to be sixteen. Oh, she's fifty-five. Like she's in her fifties. Oh, because you're used to the comic book making her look like, <laughs> like eighty years old. Granny shit. from uh, yeah, basically Granny from uh, hey, Peter. But of course, <laughs> but, but here's but here's a factor of that too, right? Aunt May had to be old. I mean, of course, you did. Uh you you froze. In the comics, but she had to be twenty-seven. Yeah, niggas, I was twenty-seven playing a high schooler. Yeah, bro, these niggas were. I noticed that about the comic book. Yeah, I noticed that about the comic, uh, the uh, animated series as a kid. I said, not only are these like campy lines, but I'm like, why is Peter so old (laughs) in high school? Imagine, imagine me sit, imagine seeing a movie, you see me just sitting there by a locker. I'm younger, (laughs) bro. I'm younger than because what's his name? Fuck the nigga, he's with um. What is her? He's with what's her name? Fuck, man. What is his name? Jason Manganella or something? He was young. He was younger than Tobey Maguire. <laughs> Look how old that nigga looked. <laughs> These niggas were older than me playing high schoolers. <laughs> I remember as a joke, me, as a joke, me and Kendall kept saying, "Hey, you want to? Hey, you want to apply to be an extra in a Spider-Man movie?" They're gonna, right. make, it's good. they're gonna make a shape, but we could be in that high school. Good. It's worse there, than Greece. Hey, for comic book movies starting in 2020, I have, I have a wish from 2022 onward. 
let's skip the origin movies, bro. Let's skip the origin movies. Just go right into it. Don't give me a whole movie on the origin. Let's just get. I don't care about the motives or nothing. You could give me that in a flashback, some point through the through the trilogy, or whatever. Yeah, I don't need a after if I have to restrain myself from getting mad about Captain Marvel again. I hate you saying bro, something like this. It's stupid. Like there was a stupid. There was a stupid movie about Carol. <laughs> even even when I look at Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it's how they got together, but they barely spend time on Peter. Like how we got to how we got to space. You just know he even even in um, I'm playing the game, they don't even really touch on it. I mean, you kind of see a little bit of it throughout the game. Yeah. But yeah. you start out, you start off him as a kid and you look up, you're waking up. gave a whole movie you're, for a total of 15 minutes of screen time. Yep. Stupid. Like we don't need origin movies either. <laughs> like I just stopped. I just look it, like the camera phone. No, I'm just sitting there like we don't need them anymore. Like the waste of time that was. <laughs> People are, we are almost 30 movies into the MCU. We don't need it. We, we don't, don't need, need it. it. Do something oh. else. Because about Captain Marvel, the thing, I, I guess because I'm just like a comic book guy like that. Like, it's because they did. They gave you, Captain Marvel was. And they gave, you, they gave you a whole movie to justify why she's going to be in the MCU. And why, I mean, why she's going to be called for Endgame. And she was barely in Endgame. So they gave us a yeah. whole fucking two hour movie for a character that they need to play a big part in the movie. I thought she was going right. to stop Thanos. Man, based she's like Zendaya. The fact that they made a whole big deal. We gotta call. <laughs> we gotta call our last hope. Pager. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. What's it that, was like Zendaya. What's that photo, and Stephen, and what's that photo of Stephen A. Smith? He's just looking, just plain face, bro. That's me now. Every time they introduce somebody new, shit, <laughs> I'm just like, bro. You're under surveillance. <laughs> I hate. Oh, surveillance. I, that reminded me. I was going. Ask y'all, are we, we going to go see Spider Man Thursday night when they drop? Yeah, I'm seeing, I'm done, I'm definitely seeing with a group of people on Friday, but you know, I see movies like four or five times in theaters, so okay, hell yeah. Because I was like, I'll be in theaters, bro. I'll be in theaters watching movies, man. Because I was gonna say, I was gonna put it out there now. I was like, I'll buy all our all our tickets, y'all just pay me back. I was oh, like, of course, I want, I, want, I want to be on it. Like, as soon as, as soon as they, they say, hey, tickets are available, purchase, I'm gonna be there for sure. I was like, we have to go to that Thursday night. I will, I will leave work right at four. That up, I'm off. Josh, nope, done. Bye. Leaving for the day. Spider Man. I'm there, bro. I like. I told Shot. I I requested this Saturday off just so I can play Pokemon. (laughs) I'm not going to work this Saturday. I was like, because I want a full day of playing Pokemon. I was like, I would, I would have took Friday off, but I was like, it'd be just my luck that Amazon delivers it like (laughs) eight, nine o'clock at night. I'm like, damn. I missed out on a whole day of work <laughs> for it to be delivered at eight o'clock at to night. Play for like two hours and gotta go to bed. Right, so I was like, I requested all Saturday off. I was like, I'm gonna play Pokemon all day. It better Saturday. be thirty Yep. It better be thirty six to three. Yeah, but I've, wa- I've been watching it in the corner. I was like, yes. Like I said, the games in the background. <laughs> the game is literally like right behind. So yeah, once we finish recording, I'm just gonna turn around <laughs> and finish watching the game. Like that's all I gotta do is spin this chair around and just I'm watching the game. Right. But not nah, like no, that's the only thing I've hated about the um the phase four right now. It's like I understand you're trying to bring everything together, but it is not making sense. Like I said about Venom too, I was like, okay, no, now no, that's the thing. no, here's the thing with that. Sony is trying to force its way into the MCU. And 
It's they say, hey, uh, but we could do the multiverse. That's how we get it. Fuck you, nigga. I ain't trying to see that. Oh yeah, <laughs> because again, when you bring Venom with Spider, the end, of, yeah, because the end of the movie when he was um, in Hawaii, you're like, oh, okay. So yeah. check this. So check this, right? I walk, I walk this through people all the time. I said, this Venom can can exist in his own pocket, but mm-hmm. you can never cross him over Tom Holland. My reasoning. So if you're gonna have Venom go after Peter because of whatever happened with. Mysterio dying. What will be what will be Venom's motive for that's, wanting to stop Peter and wanting to that's not, that's what I don't get. I was like, why 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 is he it doesn't make any sense? Because yeah. why, what, I was like, was like, what was Venom what was Venom's and Eddie's a whole thing about why they hated Peter? Because he was the he was originally Venom separated him. himself Peter here. Peter separated himself from the symbiote. And Eddie, and P- Eddie and Peter, yeah. Eddie and Peter already hate each other. Yeah, Them niggas yeah. do not fuck with each other. We don't what have this, that at all. <laughs> what is this grown ass man? He's like thirty five, exactly. bro. And you, and you beefing with a high school schooler, bro? Right. <laughs> you beefing with a high from New York, and it's like, yo, I've been living in San Francisco for how many years? I haven't been to That's New York. Saying, I don't you, know how you long. Going, <laughs> you going from East Bay to Manhattan to beef with a kid? Bro, that's what you're telling me. I'm sorry, I hate Venom's voice, bro. You going to Brooklyn, bro? You going to bro. Brooklyn? No, Queens, my nigga. Oh yeah, <laughs> Queens, Queens to yeah, be yeah. with a child. Yeah, you going to Queens, bro? To, I hate, I hate his Queens voice. To be with a child. I heard that. Did we talk about? Did we talk about that before? Yeah, because <laughs> he's trying to make him sound black, just like yeah. the lizard. Uh, <laughs> Eddie, 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 Eddie. We gotta stop him, Eddie. I'm hungry, Eddie. I'm like Jesus. I'm like, bro. I said this ain't nothing about the lizard bro. from them DC movies, dog. And then I, and I they always try that... to make it sound black. <laughs> and then I was, I was hearing that they think uh, the whole reason they're doing this is they, this might be the end of the Spider-Man deal with Marvel. Like, this is just they're a way gonna... to bring Spider-Man to Sony. They're what do y'all think about that. that? They're not gonna do that. They're not, not gonna do yeah, it. Yeah, we don't need it. We don't need. <laughs> Sony to have him. Here's, so here's the thing. Again. Yeah, because they were saying with uh Tom Holland's quotes like, I don't, look, oh, we look I don't at this need another um, I don't need another Nickelback song. Yeah, because they were saying like <laughs> Tom Holland <laughs> and his quotes are like, yeah, this has been the end of an era with this movie. You know, if y'all see no, Spider-Man so, again look, past this, it, it no, might be a whole new iteration. No, no, here's the thing. I read that quote too. People are kind of digging too deep to it. When he said that iteration, he means the childish nature of Spider-Man. Because yeah. Spider-Man's kind of been very funny, childish. He's that's what he's talking about. Because people keep saying we want to see the serious. Where's the serious thing coming at? It's gonna come eventually, but this campiness, that's what he's referring to. Sp- Here's yeah, the thing. Um I if, wouldn't mind saying like the next Spider-Man would be like a time skip, like hey, it's like a few years later, like okay, like it's been like two, three years since the last movie. Because it's sad. I'm a little bit more grown. The closest you've gotten <laughs> to that so far has been into the Spider-Verse. But yeah. realistically, here's what you're gonna here's what they can't here's what they're gonna do realistically because Sony they're incompetent, but they're not idiots. They're not idiots at all. If you are going to if they if they want to find a way to bring back Spider-Man so they can do some shit one to happen into the Spider-Verse, they want to do some live action shit. Andrew Garfield liked playing Spider-Man. I think it's Andrew Garfield got got mad at what they were doing with the amazing series and he quit. That's why they didn't make any more movies. Andrew Garfield is cool playing Spider-Man. You can kind of bring him back and do some shit. So they had an idea for Spider-Man 4 with the Raimi series. With the Raimi series. 
Dick could find a way to use this movie to kind of bring those two characters back and then just completely just keep Tom Holland, Spider-Man, and MCU and then do your Sony-verse with these two other guys. You can do it like that. Or you can use the Sony version to do Miles Morales. I don't think Miles should be the MCU whatsoever. At this point. Ruin it. They are going to ruin it. Yeah. But Sony always Sony, but no, Sony always ruins shit though. Sony you know, always what they're gonna do with the Miles Morales Spider Man. The reason I say that they're gonna Black Panther. They're gonna Black they're gonna Panther mess out of. They're gonna Black Panther. Yep, they're gonna build it's up gonna that be, it's, just, it's just gonna be to a piece to us and in Latinos. You know, it's look, like, that's why you have to take gonna, your clothes off. <laughs> it's gonna look it's like Cinderella. Yes, that's all. <laughs> 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 Why'd you bring that up knowing that I've been like pissed about that? I literally wrote that on the time. I'm like, hey, yo, this is gonna suck. This looks like trash. I hate it. <laughs> but here's yeah, the thing they're gonna here's be like Kugler or uh able to do the movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. I already know what they're about to do. But they're gonna try to bring th- black people and Afro-Latinos together. Mm-hmm. Here's what they're gonna do. And but have here's... us just merched up and have here's... your kids dressed in a black Spider-Man suit. I know here's one, thing, here's one thing I could for real tell you guys about um about about Sony that I've come to know about them for a long time dealing with Spider-Man. Into the Spider-Verse is the exception. They kind of had a company on the side to make a, a Pascal picture straight up just make this movie. 90 million it made it from 90 million dollars, made about 400 million and won an Oscar. I promise you, if Sony, if you go to Sony right now and say, Hey, we got this movie for this property. It's not going. It's not going to be. Oh crack shit! Five. Sorry, Diggs just got another interception. <laughs> it's not going to crack five hundred mil, but it's going to win you an Oscar. Or would you rather a movie not give you an awards or be a critically acclaimed, but it gets you a billion dollars? Sony ten times out of ten would choose that billion dollars mm-hmm. every single time. They don't give a fuck. Like because Into the Spider Verse successful, they think that's what is going to be successful with this movie, and I don't think it's going to work. I'm still interested to see it, but the way they've been doing the marketing, trash. Terrible. I would give it an F if I could. This marketing has been the worst I've ever seen in my lifetime. They said, uh, they said we, we, we I'm might get the, I'm the, the, uh, what did I see on the other day that we, we might get the either the trailer or the announcement of a trailer this week or something. Nigga, they leaked everything already. Yeah, I was like, I was like, bro, like. There ain't nothing. Yeah, I was like, there ain't nothing. To... Give us the movie, bro. Just I was give like, us the movie. Yeah, I was like, just just give me the the date and time where I can buy the tickets. I don't, I don't. Just give me the movie. Because luckily, I haven't looked at nothing. None. I've looked at none of the I leaks. I was like, I was like, so I just want to. I follow film snobs, and they hate Marvel, so mm-hmm. I ain't got to see none of it. <laughs> I ain't got to see none of it. Yeah, but I was like, I just avoid all of it. Like, nope. I was like, my timeline is basically y'all and anime <laughs> and music. <laughs> I speaking of, I need to, speaking of film stuff, I got to go to fucking Barnes and Nobles and get they they're doing the Criterion collection for fifty percent off again. So I gotta re I gotta get some more Blu-rays for my shit. Dang, I need to. Um, I think they got. I think they added Minister Society and um, what's it called? I want what's the movie with Lawrence Fishburne? Ah, Boys in the Hood, The Matrix. No, 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 no. Born Brad Earl and me. Like that's all bunch. No, the one, the one that, um, doc, the one that Doctor Dre and Snoop did. Is it deep? Is it deep cover? 
Deep cover. Yeah, deep yes. cover. Yeah, deep yeah cover. they added yeah. that to the they added that to the Criterion Collection last year. So I'm about to say uh, higher about learning. That. I was about to name. Every yeah, I was. I was yeah, I was, thinking, I was like higher learning. I was like, <laughs> I was like, man, nah, it's, deep, it's deep cover. They added that to the Criterion Collection, so I'm gonna see if that's up there. But I was like, I'm trying to. I've been trying to find Bamboozle. I love Bamboozle, man. That's just so wild. One of my one of my favorite Spike Lee movies. That's definitely one of my favorites right there. So it's uh Save Me Out of Glover. Tap dancing to his death. <laughs> Man, that's still one of the weirdest deaths in like a movie to me. He's a wait, what? Oh, national television. They oozied him on national TV. I mean he did the clean it look in San Sale. He did the cleanest move, and they killed him. <laughs> I think about that all the time. He said, ah, ah, ah. Then all of a sudden, I mean, like, he did, like, the spin. Like, he did a turn or a spin or something, and they just shot him up. They oozed him up. They they Damn. emptied the clip. <laughs> Bamboozled. I think about that all the time. I said, man, that was the best tap dance I've ever seen. And they just. Yeah, that nigga were here because he refused to do it with the black face on. <laughs> now, the, the, cra- the craziest shit I remember the reason I first saw the movie it was kind of on because I think my sister just had it on TV I walked in on the ending Man, and I just see Damon Wayne just sitting there in blackface and the woman yelling at him said look what you did said you see that this because of you and Damon Wayne just sitting there with the blackface hey, and the, I don't I'm like, like how Sam, I don't like how Sam said some woman <laughs> Cause I can't remember, I can't remember her name off top. It's bro. Jada, bro. It was Jada. Oh, nigga, fuck her. It was Jada. I forgot she was in the movie, bro. He said so. I I said it was Jada. Bro, nigga, I forgot she was in the movie. Truthfully, he called her some woman. Some woman, some woman named Jada. And I, and I sat there like that was Jada. No Peter, cap. Bro. No cap. I ain't seen. I ain't seen the movie since I was like eighteen. Man, and I remember just that movie just being so wild. But that's my favorite. Because like, it's not my favorite you part, but it's thing. like the craziest part. You you understand, Joshua? If you ever see the movie, you understand why? Because that scene out of context is so wild. <laughs> I just forgot yeah. everything else that came with it. That nigga just and it just ends. It shows every harmful stereotype that's ever been in media about black people. The, the mammy stereotypes, Damn. the cartoons. I'm just like. Yeah, the roots in it. Uh, Tommy Davidson, Save Me Out Glover. Probably one of Damon. Rapp- I think Michael Rappaport's in it. Right, Michael Rappaport is definitely yeah. in it. Michael- yeah, because he drops his favorite word and he says, hey, don't worry because my wife is black. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a high, high landing. I was, I was, I've seen, uh, seen that Jada, a bunch of times. Yeah. Jada Pinkett. Uh, yeah, like I said, Jada Pinkett's in it. Um, ah, what's that one brother name? Paul Mooney's in it. Yep. Paul Mooney's in it. May he rest in peace. Uh, I know that's a shock that I've, I've actually seen that one. <laughs> You've actually seen Bamboozled? Yep. I actually... Wow. I think I have that in my... In my uh, it's collection. funny because he got the Spike Lee collection and never and like he showed it to me. It's not even open. To be fair, to be fair, Spike Lee shoots at like 25% when it comes to his movies. Oh, no. If, yeah. it, if it's bad, it, um, you get to Man on Fire, you just pretty much should lose interest. <laughs> Once you get the man on fire, that nigga at a certain point, his filmography is just like terrible. Yeah, I was still. Don't, I'm I still telling you, once you get to man on fire and you go try to go past man on fire, it's pretty bad. 
I haven't forgiven him. I haven't forgiven him for Chirac. I didn't like that either. No, he re- no, no. Him. I can't. I can't. I can't be too. Not not for Chirac. Um, the Five Blood. Yeah, the Five Bloods. I fuck with the Five Bloods. That's what I'm saying. Just, that's what I was like. That was. I'm like, man, that's. Dang, it really that really is a 25 percent clip. <laughs> that really is a 25. I give a 30 percent clip. It's because the five bloods is cool, and I like Black Klansman. But then again, you had Red Hook Summer, you had Chirac, you had Old Boy Remake. Like I said, you had Man on Fire. <laughs> yeah, Man on Fire. That that was not it. Um, yeah, when he tried to do like regular movies, I was like, no, no Spike Lee joints. Yeah, he was he was losing you, boy. But that like that was the one right there. I didn't even know Man on Fire was him. I might have it in the living room somewhere. I was like, I was like, I know I have a spike, but that spike collection <laughs> still unopened a million years later. Mm-mm. But uh, I guess we could wrap it up, you know, saying, you know, give your social medias and then we'll give ours and we can wrap this bad boy up. I am at Ivy No Carter underscore on Twitter and I'm at the Ivy Films on Instagram. And I said, y'all get y'all get eventual episodes for me soon. I just need a fucking break, dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, what man? Just... Uh, no, 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 not man of fire. What was it? Uh... Now keep going, keep going, keep going. I'm gonna look. Fact, I just, I just like I look. I just went on Amazon to to look it up. I bought it. Inside March Man, 2011. <laughs> Inside Man wasn't that good, if I'm being honest, but. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I can't. I said "Man on Fire," but I'm like, all I remember was Denzel was in it. But I mean, niggas Inside just liked Man. it because Denzel was in it. Like that movie, yeah. Man, Inside Man was not a good movie. <laughs> I kept saying "Man on Fire," cause "Man on Fire" wasn't all that. <laughs> "Man on Fire" wasn't all that either. But um, oh, we oh we we gonna talk about niggas that niggas that movie movies random Denzel do movies that. that ain't all that. Bro, he has a lot of <laughs> movies that ain't all that, but it's because it's Denzel. We don't say the Deja yeah. Vu, John Q. Man on fire, inside man. How long? How much further you want me to keep going? <laughs> I'm about to say now the Equalizer movies are good. No, I like the no. Movies. The first one was cool. The second all one, right, I said, right, bro. Right. Yeah, Equalizer two was yeah, that was me. That was turn mid. this nigga to nigga wick. Like, <laughs> like when he killed them with that uh, credit card. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started on the shit he just did last year, bro. This past early this year, hey, 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 I said hey. this movie's terrible. This how we gonna walk off. This how we gonna walk off. Oh, I hated that movie. I hated that movie. But yeah, let, let's walk off on this, and then I'll let you finish giving your social. Who's the better equalizer, Queen Latifah? What did say? See, I haven't watched the show yet, but I heard it. Was I'm angry. I'm no hell. Uh, <laughs> I'm angry that show got a second season. Like, who's yeah, watching that? Who's watching? Yeah, I was like, I'm, I've, I've never. I'm like, but you know, you, I don't no, want to see you this before. I've asked you this before. Who watches CBS? <laughs> yeah, no, no one does. CBS. Bro, I've never heard anybody's saying like, like, like even yeah. Cedric's show. I'm like, yo, who's watching it? Who's watching CBS? No one. Like besides the news, why uh, or football? Like why are you watching CBS? It's like, like the, after Big Bang Theory, yeah, and How I Met Your Mother, yeah, you, yeah. I'm not watching CBS. Yeah, <laughs> no I might watch. I watch like uh, if I'm watching CBS, I'm probably watching 60 Minutes or something. 
That'd be the only thing I would watch. Yeah, I want to see why this 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 middle uh, class Midwest man was killing fifty people and nobody moved. Uh, <laughs> I'm more interested in that. But yeah, see, he didn't have no answer. So you don't like Queen Latifah? Man, the first episode is the reason I never watched it again. Damn. Because <laughs> look, no, the scene is like this. All right, somebody's after her, right? The building blows up. Queen Latifah did not run that fast. Realistically, <laughs> she would have died from the impact. <laughs> like, cause mm-hmm. she would have been like right there, boom, mm-hmm. and she would have I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. Yeah, she did not run that fast. Yeah, she wasn't running fast at all. She was jogging. I'm not doing this with you. Out of a out of a burning building. <laughs> I'm not doing building. this with you, bro. <laughs> and that's why I didn't. I wouldn't want to watch it because I'm like, I didn't want to watch Queen, it. Queen, Queen like, Latifah. Yeah, I'm like never watching this again. Doing all that action? I'm not gonna believe Quentin Chief was doing all that action. Because the only reason I watched it, because remember, it was after they showed it after the Super Bowl. Yep. They showed it. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's the only reason I watched it because I was like, man, I'm kind of full from these nachos and everything mm-hmm. I had during the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna sit here and just, you know, you know, try to like pass out. Then all of a sudden I seen Queen Latifah is the equalizer. I said, hold on, let me what what? Let me sit up real quick and watch this. And it was probably the worst um, equalizer I'd ever seen. And I thought when they – and you know what's so sick about equalizer too? And then, yeah, we really are out of here. They had that one brother in there. I can't think of his name right now. He's in the Wu-Tang. Uh, he's in the Wu-Tang um, series. Plays uh, RZA. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Oh my Ashton Ashton Saunders. <laughs> yes. Yo, he be bodying that. He be bodying that Wu Tang voice, man. He be bodying that RZA voice. Thank you. But they had him in there, and it still was like, no. <laughs> I remember when he got shot in the trunk. <laughs> he got shot in the trunk. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, y'all. Uh, Shaw versus Smiles. S H A D V S S M I L E Z. You got the uncle Irving. G League is back, so you definitely gonna see a lot of content from me. Music impulse. Um, Josh hates when I say this, but I'm gonna say it on the on. Uh, I'm gonna say it on mic. There's about a uh, 1,276 episodes of Music Impulse out right now. It's uh, <laughs> 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 so many of them, uh, and like I said. Uh, Shab Miller on Instagram. I'm starting to actually post more um, in my story, not on um, the timeline. So, you know, you can look at that, Shab Miller 13 on Twitter. If you want to have an argument, yes, I will argue with you. I might even talk about your mother. Um, that's just how I do. Uh, <laughs> and like I said, everything else, you got uh, the Pepsi City Saints. We're going to record an episode of that. Uh, very very soon because Full Gear just happened. AW Full Gear just happened. Jay Lethal is now all elite, so he has a lot to talk about. And yeah, that's pretty much it on my end. I think I done hit everything mm-hmm. for um. Oh, Music Impulse M U S I C M P U L S E. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Proud of you. I was like, every week that you get it right, I'm like, yes, he's he getting it right. 
Man, it's because I lean back and I'm like, I know he want me to do this, and I'm like, this is about to be stupid because <laughs> I'm gonna end up missing something, or I'm just gonna like sit there and pretend that I really did say everything that I need to say. But yeah, everything got Facebook, everything got Instagram. Yeah. Uh, we we're on the status of you can Google us. Low key. I mean, yeah, you pull up to Uncle Urban, like the podcast next to me, that's gonna pull up. So really we should just be ending this with Google me and then just end the episode. <laughs> Once you Google us and you'll find out, you know what I'm saying? If you really want to know. So yeah, that's that. But yeah, like I said, Josh didn't Josh don't like remembering this stuff. So I, he has forced me to remember it. And I and I, every and every week it becomes harder and harder for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like I might have missed something, but th- but I haven't been missing anything anymore because we don't have the site up anymore. So I don't have to remember that. Um, right. Uncovered.com is still in the construction area. Like I always say at the end of every at, at the end of every episode, if you know somebody who does um websites or blogs and will not charge me an arm and a leg, I'll let you boys so I can get that done. Because then I can put all my content on there, so I don't have to tell y'all to keep going to my YouTube. For these interviews and whatnot. But yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. Well, we out. Yeah, it is.